All right, things a little bit different, and Jack, there is no Toronto Raptors without David Stern. Yep, there's no basketball in Canada without it, and uh, he did a phenomenal job. He was a visionary and a guy that was committed to growing the sport internationally, and uh, to me, you know, when you look at David Stern, you think of our league, Jonesy, having the NBA Finals on tape delay. Yeah, and uh, I watched that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And, and to, to see the problems that the league had and where the league is now, every owner, executive, coach, player, broadcaster, anyone who works in the NBA family should be all very grateful for what David Stern, the, the groundwork that he laid to make this a power league now and the big boy table the four major sports in north america basketball has surpassed baseball yeah and now is the number two sport right behind football and uh, david stern had so much to do with that well you myself all of us that work in broadcasts david stern's impact is what has helped us to be working and being able to be this close and touch the NBA and Jack when I think about it Eric Spolster said it this game is David Stern's legacy the heat against the Raptors all right time for starting lineups as they get set to have the Raptors in the heat first here are the Raptors number three OG Ananobi Number 22, Patrick McCall. Number 9, Serge Ibaka. Number 7, Kyle Lowry. And number 23, Fred Van Vliet. The head coach of the Raptors is Nick Nurse. That was the Raptors starting lineup. And it was brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Enjoy all the winter classics at your local Ontario Subaru dealer hurrying for great rates and a holiday bonus during the my Subaru gave to me holiday event Jack Eric Spolster has just to wrap up with David Stern said it best look at this game tonight Raptors against the heat two expansion teams that came in of the seven under David Stern's tenure and both have an NBA championship the heat with three and the Raptors with their exactly. first one in the 25th 24th year of existence now the Raptors in their 25th year and so unfortunate that Vancouver wasn't able to work and David Stern has said that's one of his biggest regrets yes. as a commissioner and who knows maybe someday we'll see a second team back in Canada but the one that's playing right now in Canada is doing a great job and should be a fun game tonight well let's see if the Raptors can cobble together a win they have a streak going of four straight wins to start the calendar year when you go from December to January the Trailblazers also had that same streak longest of any kind in the NBA before they got beat by the Knicks last night how about that so let's see Carmelo if returning let's see if Toronto can keep it going here's Michael Biamonte with the starters for the Miami Heat Duncan Robinson. 
number 13, Ben Adebayo. Number 25, Hendrick Dunn. And number 22, Jimmy Butler. There they are, the Heat, and it's time for the Raptors opening tip-off, and it's brought to you by the OLG ProLine app. Put your knowledge on the line anywhere, anytime. Download the app today and get way into the game. And Jacko, time to flip the calendar, and hopefully the Raptors can get this thing going. I mean, they're right in there in the standings, right there close to the Heat, and... The Raptors are in fourth right now. The Heat a third, and uh, Raptors coming off a winning month once again in December, nine and seven. We consider how they were ravaged by injuries. That was an impressive accomplishment to get out of that month with a winning record. They play 15 games again this month, Jonesy. That's 21 straight months, Jack, with a winning record for Toronto. The last time it didn't happen was longest streak in the nba yeah back in 2016 so and uh when you look at the raptors right now they're starting a month now is it 15 games this month 10 are on the road so not easy once again and uh without you know when you talk about the four players that they're missing right now Paul gasol excuse me marcus Gasol, and uh you know norman powell and matt thomas and of course pascal siakam it's been a tough road, but nonetheless, Raptors two games off the pace they were at a year ago when they had a healthy club and they had Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green as well. So Raptors are where the traveling black, Miami the home white, Eric Lewis, Derek Collins, and Natalie Sago are the officials. And let's see what the Raptors can put together. Jack, this is a Heat team that has lost one game at home and are undefeated against the East at home. Now, the Raptors lost their first home game to Miami. Wouldn't they like to be able to return the favor here tonight as the Heat win the tip? Miami coming front court from right to left. Kyle Lowry guarding Jimmy Butler to start. Duncan Robinson, three, got it over Van Vliet. That man is supremely confident right now, Jack. Well, he's 6'7", over a smaller Van Vliet, right over the top of him. And the guy's just got a big-time stroke. 3-0 Miami. Lowry in the lane. Kick to Ibaka on the dribble against Myers Leonard. Ibaka picks it up, has to go way out near center to Van Vliet on Kendrick Dunn. Van Vliet shakes into the lane. Jack knights it up. No good. And the Raptors get caught on a violation. 24-second, Jack. I thought Serge held on to it. Little sticky yeah, fingers right there. Exactly. Just got to be decisive on that play on the left side. And good defense by the Heat to start the game. And obviously matchups are big. And a guy like Fred Van Vliet's got to meet Robinson on the catch and try to prevent him from catching because he'll shoot it right over the top of him with the size. Butler posting Lowry down low, far side. Turnaround jumper on the baseline, in and out, rebound Ibaka. 
Here comes Lowry up the left side. Raptors coming left to right. Lowry drives, fouled by Duncan Robinson. And Kyle will go to the free throw line for a couple of shots. Jack, that's the Toronto Raptors playing with pace. They are, in the NBA, they rank seventh. And pace is the number of shots, possessions per game. Mm -hmm. And Toronto ranks seven, Miami 21. So always to Toronto's advantage to hustle it up the floor. Well, and, and you're going against a defense that's not set. And therefore, you're able to get better shots, higher percentage shots. And you lack a little size in your backcourt and Lowry and Van Vliet. So to have a little more space and time to get their shots off is important. Lowry makes both free throws. Raptors trail 3-2, 10.56 remaining first quarter. A lot of Raptor fans here in the oh warmth boy, of South ton. Florida. Folks, Jack Armstrong did a run for mayor of South Florida <laughs> and win with the Canadian vote. Kendrick Nunn into the lane to Myers Leonard. On the flyby goes Ananobi. Leonard drives into the lane, floats it up, no good. Rebound Lowry. Half-court outlet to a running Van Vliet. Floats it up. Blocked by Adebayo, who landed on the line. Mm. The baseline, so it'll be Toronto ball. i tell you what, this is a tough team to score at the rim against with a guy like Adebayo hanging around. And Van Vliet tried to get none on the left side, but to no avail. Wrapped up full possession, 24. Second shot clock. Van Vliet in the corner against Leonard. Far side left wing. On the bounce, now against Myers Leonard. Drives to the middle, kick to Lowry. Deep three, straight away, no good. Rebound, Leonard. Outlet, Adebayo. Far side, right wing. 10-14, first quarter, 3-2 heat. None, down low. Myers, Leonard lays it up and in, and a foul. Raptors caught again, Jack, with a size mismatch. Yeah, good play that time by the rookie Kendrick Dunn, and beautiful post-up on the right side by Leonard. Little flash cut into the lane and ball delivered precisely and Miles Leonard who's more of a perimeter guy he's a big strong guy though doesn't post up a lot did a good job that time getting position the Illinois fighting Illini played in Portland last year part of the white side dump <laughs> and well it's worked out great for the heat it sure look has. at this club they're a fun team it sure has 6-2 Miami Ananobi into the corner. Ibaka pulls for three. No good. Rebound Jimmy Butler. Here comes the Marquette Golden Eagle. Up midcourt. Kicks out Leonard into the corner. Kendrick Nunn open three. No good. Rebound Ibaka. Outlet, half court outlet to Van Vliet. On the run against Duncan Robinson. Now brings it out. Fred crosses him over. Gets to the lane. Reverse layup is good. Good change of pace oh, that time. Man. Getting right by Robinson as well as Leonard at the rim on the right side to the left. 6-4 Miami, 9-25 first quarter. Myers Leonard cutting from the weak side off the Kendrick Nunn dish, gets it down on the dunk. Kendrick Nunn explosive getting in the heart of the defense, attracting second, third defenders for the Raptors, and they fell asleep on the backside. Leonard cutting right to the bucket. 8-4 Miami. Van Vliet up top, drives left side, kick out. Ibaka pulls for three straight away, halfway down and out. Rebound to Adebayo. 8.55, first quarter, Miami up 8-4. Adebayo to Robinson, far side. Kicks it down to Butler. Double comes to Adebayo in the lane, floats it up and in. Well, Jack, when you double below the free throw line like that, it's tough to recover. It's risky, and Adebayo going strong to the bucket. 
10-4 Miami. And it helped the rotation a little bit slow that time, and the Heat made him pay. Van Vliet, corner three, got it down the bottom of the well for Steady Freddy. Raptors back to within three at 10-7. Left side, great shot preparation that time. Got it with it quick. Butler into the lane, kicks it out to Leonard. Up top, Adebayo at the nail, gets it to Duncan Robinson. Van Vliet chases him down. Now Adebayo straight away. Shot clock at five, drives, kicks to Robinson. Van Vliet picks his pocket. Coming back the other way, Freddie lays it up and in. Well, that's what you need to do. Get into the defensive stance and get into Robinson. Don't let him have any room to breathe. Fred Van Vliet cashing in on that 10-9. Raptors trail by one. He has 7.49 remaining first quarter. Van Vliet, seven of the nine for Toronto. Back come the heat in the white from right to left. Nunn drives on McCaw into the lane, floats it up and in. Well, too easy that time. He went straight line drive right by Patrick McCaw. This team's such a good three-point shooting team. You give up those opportunities for paint touches, it's going to be tough covering the perimeter. 12-9 Miami. 7-25 first quarter. Van Vliet to Ibaka. Up fake in the lane. Powers it up and in on Myers Leonard. Raptors back to within one at 12-11, 7-15 first quarter. Van Vliet making an impact. Seven points and an assist. Nice screen and roll action on the right side. None into the lane again. Blocked by Ibaka. Run down by Ananobi. Here comes Toronto. Van Vliet over the midcourt line to Lowry. Drives on Duncan Robinson. Finds a cutting Ibaka. Lays it up. No good. Leonard with the challenge. And back comes Kendrick Nunn. Quick hit ahead to Adebayo. Drives, finds Butler, knocked away, stolen by Ananobi. 6.45 first quarter, Raptors looking for the lead. Van Vliet, deep three, no good. Rebound to Robinson, Heat still lead it, 12-11. Hendrick Nunn walks it front court, gets set, it to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, set play here for Jimmy Butler. Front court, Butler on the bounce to Adebayo. Near side on the elbow, drives on Ibaka. He got the foul on the sweep through against Serge. Well, 6.27 remaining, Jonesy, first quarter, and the Raptors trail by one, 12-11 from the American Airlines Arena here in Miami. And that's what you're listening to, folks, Tangerine Raptors basketball. Rest of the first quarter when we come back from Miami. Joe, Jack Armstrong, and our man Santiago Rodriguez here at American Airlines Arena. Jim Taddy, Josh Lewenberg back at Raptor Central with Arad Ashvandi and David Elicio. 12-11 Miami, 6.27 to go first quarter. My man Jack Armstrong scouring the stat sheet like he's looking for a signed check. What, what, what jumps out at you, Jack? Well, the one thing that's jumping out at me so far with the Heat is just the, the degree in which they're scoring easily. You know, the five or nine, close to 56%. So the Raptors just need to tighten that up a little bit. The one thing they've done a good job of, though, Toronto defensively, is turn them over three times and get that pace of play going. And bottom line, I think if any time you can get that pace and score or get shots up against a defense that isn't set, Miami's D is so good, that's a positive in terms of your offense. Miami ball. They'll inbound near side left wing just in front of their bench. Starter still on the floor. Leonard, Nunn, Butler, Robinson, and Adebayo. Nunn up top. Heat in the white moving right to left. Myers Leonard near side to Butler on the block against Lowry. Kyle digging in. Butler turnaround jumper in the air. Got it just as the shot clock expired, Jacko. And he's so good at that. 
And that was pretty good defense by Lowry on the baseline. It was a bit of an errant post pass by Leonard, but Butler takes care of it. Van Vliet turns the corner down the near side. Kick out. Ananobi catch and shoot three. No good. Rebound Kendrick Nunn. That one missed badly. Back comes Butler in the corner. Down to the baseline. Jumper over Lowry short. Rebound knocked away. Long rebound to Butler. That time Ananobi didn't box out out of bio. He just kind of turned and looked at the rim. Adebayo is so physical and so relentless on the glass. You've got to hit, hit him every time so he doesn't get his feet off the ground. So they blew the whistle. The shot clock didn't reset right away. They knock it down to 12 and give Miami the ball. Adebayo down low. Patrick McCaw, great defense to knock it away from Butler. Jumping, dancing with the post, Jack. Yeah, he did a good job. They switched that little back screen action on the left side, and then McCall fronted the post. Good defense, but six on the clock. And Derek Jones checks in for Adebayo. Left side, side out of bounds, Jonesy, for Miami right now. Myers Leonard on the elbow near side. Gets it to Butler. Down to the baseline. Cut off by two Raptors. Derek Jones Jr. has to hoist it at the buzzer. Good defense, Jack, and they yeah. force a guy into a tough shot. That was a grenade that Jimmy Butler threw. Yeah, he sure did, and that was good defense. Again, the Heat, they love to use a little back screen action to free up the receiver for the pass. Raptors have done a good job guarding that. Ball got swung, and they challenged. 5.24 remaining first quarter. Raptors trail by three, 14-11. Here comes Van Vliet, front court. Drives into the lane, kick to Ibaka, three in the air, no good. Surge, a 35% three-point shooter, 0 for 3 tonight from behind the arc. Butler, up top, on the bounce, kicks it to Robinson, run off the line by Lowry, goes inside, finds Derek Jones Jr., tries to find Myers Leonard. The Raptors, multiple effort and tenacious there, Jack. They've held the heat so far, only given them two attempts from three. Ibaka floater in the lane, good. Toronto cuts it to one. 14-13 Miami, 4.50 first quarter. Lowry Van Vliet so masterful, the two-man game. Pick and pop to Ibaka. Robinson, no, uh, none, no good. Raptors try to run out the long pass for Ananobi, intercepted by Butler. On the run, Butler floats it up, no good, but they've got the foul on Ananobi. Butler is a really smart guy. He understands the Raptors want to push it. He's played a lot of ball that he is against Kyle Lowry. He He's expecting that pitch ahead pass. He broke that play right up. So Jimmy Butler will go to the line for two. 4.33 to go first quarter. 14-13 Miami Jack. I would say the pace the way the Heat wants it right now and not Toronto. I would agree with that, but I think the Raptors are doing a good job with their set defensive coverages. They're chasing the heat off the line, and they're keeping them in front of them pretty well. So, none checks out. Now, Tyler Hero, another youngster in the ball game. Think about this. We're talking about none, Robinson, and Hero, all really young players. And in this league, usually young guards get chewed up and spit yeah. out. These guys have handled it beautifully. They have done a great job. None and Hero rank 1-2 among NBA rookies in three-point field goals this season. They're both on pace to surpass 
Miami's Heat. record set by Mario Chalmers. Heat in the zone now. Raptors, obviously, they play some zone themselves, so should be comfortable in terms of how to attack it, considering you see it because you use it. Hollis Jefferson in, Lowry well, out. And that's why they went zone, because right. Hollis Jefferson comes in. You have limited shooting on the floor. Smart move by Eric Spolstra. Shot clock at five. Hollis Jefferson kicks it near side. McCaw, three, no good. Rebound knocked away. Here comes Duncan Robinson on the push ahead. Finds Myers Leonard. A deep three up top. Good. Well, wow. They brought him in as a, a step out five. He can shoot the ball. Shooting over 45% from behind the arc. 18-13 Miami. Miami's sitting in the zone again. Hollis Jefferson in the lane. Finds Ibaka for the jam. Great attack there, Jack. Hollis Jefferson at the nail with the lay down for the Ibaka hammer. Exactly. Beautiful job. Left side, Ibaka from Hollis Jefferson on the right side. 18-15 Miami. Hero. The Butler straight away. Shot clock at 10. Drives left on Hollis Jefferson. Crosses over back to the right. Floats it up short. Leonard can't squeeze it. And it goes out of bounds to Toronto. Good defensive possession again by the Raptors. Challenging. Let's see if the Heat will stay with this zone defense. Obviously, they're going to they're gonna allow yep. guys like Hollis Jefferson, McCall, and Ananobi to shoot the ball. They'll be shading Van Vliet in the zone. Van Vliet in the lane. Hollis Jefferson kick out McCaw. Up top, Van Vliet. A deep three. No good. Rebound, Leonard. Yeah. McCaw turned down a shot that time. An open one. Now Van Vliet took a semi-contested one on the top of the key. Butler up. Rebound, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Hustles it up court to Ananobi. Miami in a shot key. Now playing the man-to-man. -man. Zone on makes, man on misses, Jonesy. No. Derek Jones Jr. still standing in the lane. Nice Inside, pass. McCaw finds Ibaka, misses a chippy. Back comes Miami. Butler drives, bounces off Hollis Jefferson, floats it up, no good. Rebound knocked away, Van Vliet has it. Great hustle by Ananobi, knocking that ball loose to Van Vliet. 2-10 to go, first quarter. Van Vliet on the dribble to Ananobi, into the lane. Kick out Ibaka, down low, Hollis Jefferson on Derrick Jones Jr. Spins into the lane, lays it up and in. 18-17, Raptors cut it to one. Hollis Jefferson wheeling and dealing in that right post, taking it strong. Rondé with the spinorama, cuts the lead to one. Minute 50 to go, first quarter, 18-17 Miami. Butler to Leonard, deep three up top, no good. Standing rebound to Hollis Jefferson. Here comes Van Vliet, front court. Raptors in the black, coming left to right. He a two for six from three-point range tonight. The Raptors know how good a shooting team they are. The Raptors, Nick Nurse calls a timeout. First quarter here, 136 remaining. Raptors trail by one, 18-17. From the AAA American Airlines Arena in Miami, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in sunny South Florida. Got to do the game prep, hanging out at the hotel pool today. Jones, you were working it. You were, you were doing your prep, and then you were also reading the Tiger Woods book. I'm reading a book on Tiger Woods. I sent my wife the text uh, with the information, the recommendation you made, so she loves Tiger Woods like you do, and I'm sure she'll purchase the book. Greatest golfer of our generation, that's for sure. No doubt. And, uh, right in there in the discussion for greatest of all time, and 
one of the greatest of all time. He used to play here in Miami, LeBron James. It's been a while since the Heat have been back to the playoffs and made any noise, but they're catching people this year, Jack, no, and it this, looks like they're going to make some noise. Oh, they're, they're going to, uh, they're uh, definitely a top six team in the East. There's no question about it. They got plenty of firepower. 16 on the shot clock. Raptors win inbound right side. They trail by 118 17, 136 remaining first quarter. And the heat in the zone. Raptors. Now they can attack it here. Lowry, Terrence Davis, Hollis Jefferson, Boucher, and McCaw. Lowry up top. Deep three, shot clock at five. And he's fouled by Derek Jones Jr. I mean, Kyle was out there at the script writing on Arena of American Airlines Arena. They officially have that listed as a 30-foot shot. Lowry will go to the line for three and a chance to give Toronto a lead. Wow, Lowry. Man, that was a deep shot right there against the zone. They kind of didn't get a lot of movement. They just kind of went side top side against the zone. And uh, had to force a shot, but it worked out well for the Raptors. And Lowry has made the first two free throws. He'll get one more. 124 remaining first quarter. Raptors lead by one, 19-18. Lowry with one more free throw here, Jonesy, on Thursday night. January 2nd in Miami in 2020, and Lowry makes all three. Raps lead by two, 2018, one, 19 remaining first quarter. That's the biggest lead of the game, the only lead of the game for Toronto. Adebayo to Tyler Hero, dribble handoff near side, and then they've got a technical foul on Eric Spolstra. Well, he wasn't happy with the call on Kyle Lowry and Derek Jones Jr. Felt that was a poor call, but he's... They're lined up at the wrong end. Natalie Sago is holding the ball, and Lowry's already standing down at the other end saying, I don't know what you're waiting for, but I'm shooting this thing down here. Well, Lowry knows all there is about technical fouls, right? <laughs> he knows how they're administered. Second in the league with seven <laughs> technicals. And he Nick, misses it. Nick Nurse leads the league with eight. Yep. So... Well, maybe a little anger management yeah. going into the new year now, you know? New Year, resolution. Eric Spolster's already broken his That's about right. not getting any technicals. <laughs> Kelly Olenek, the Canadian, into the game with Goran Dragic. Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Derek Jones Jr. for the Heat in the white, moving right to left. McCaw, Davis, Hollis, Jefferson, Lowry, and Boucher defending for Toronto. Long jumper, no good. Derek Jones Jr. with the rebound. Hero, foul line floater, no good. Runs down his rebound stops gets it cross court and again somebody's got to rebound the ball you know no box outs and the Raptors just giving up over the back opportunities is there a shot clock issue there again yeah Bruce? they reset the clock to 24 on the offensive rebound what? instead of 14 and Eric Lewis said hey man what's 10. going on here? the words of Vince Lombardi what's going on out here well Derek Jones jr. will Inbound, near wing to Adebayo. Shot clock now at six. Dragic on the dribble. Goes far side, elbow pull up, short, rebound Boucher. Outlet Terrence Davis. Two for one zone. Hustles it up the floor, 35 seconds. And trying to find Rondé on the screen and roll. It was wide open, but kick save and a beauty by the Heat. 
And that'll force the Raptors to take it out of bounds near side right wing moving left to right 34 seconds on the clock Let's see if the Raptors get the quick shot up against the Miami zone there Lowry deep three no good rebound Dragic has it runs it front court finds a trailing out of bio now picks it up Raptors deny they get it out to hero 20 seconds first quarter shot clock at 12 hero on the logo at center works right far side back to the left on Terrence Davis stutter dribble into the lane and they got him on a travel turn it over and give it to Toronto so the heat Jack falling victims they're in the bakery a lot six turnovers in the first quarter that's been a big issue but I think a part of it is just the Raptor pressure has been excellent making them uncomfortable and have to counter nothing's in the flow of their offense Raptors chasing him off the three-point line and here comes Lowry to Van Vliet into the lane kick to McCaw corner three no good had a great look two seconds to go Derek Jones jr. heave from three-quarter court no good and the Raptors lead after a quarter Jack 20 to 18 Raptors 6 of 10 inside the three-point line one of 11 behind the arc and I would argue of the 11 of the 10 missed shots seven were wide open great shots got to make those shots if you're gonna win on the road after one Raptors lead by two 2018 here from Miami at American Airlines Arena this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto second quarter in a minute Back in Miami, 2018, Raptors lead by two. First quarter in the books, and Raptors doing a pretty nice job, Jack, holding the heat to 32% and forcing six turnovers. That was big, and the defense is keeping a minute. Your defense travels, Jonesy, right? So you yeah. have to, that has to be your consistency level. This is a rarity. Stanley Johnson sighting here to start the second quarter. Johnson, Lowry, McCaw, excuse me, Hollis Jefferson, Terrence Davis, and Chris Boucher. My apologies. Davis, three up top, a deep one, no good. Rebound, Derek Jones Jr. He's out there with Tyler Hero, Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo, and Kelly Olinick. Adebayo logging heavy minutes right now. Dragic on the bounce straight away heat in the white coming right to left hero into the lane lobs it up for Adebayo who wasn't expecting it crashes off the glass back comes Toronto Stanley Johnson to Hollis Jefferson to Lowry down to Boucher in the corner back to Lowry stops wasn't shot ready instead gets to Hollis Jefferson his shot blocked but he's fouled by Adebayo well he drove the ball right into Bam Adebayo and absolutely initiated the contact he sold it beautifully and he'll shoot two free throws and the Raptors Jonesy if you remember correctly when they played the heat the last time in Toronto they struggled mightily from three-point range in that game shooting 25% and Kyle Lowry was 0 for 11 in that game against yeah. Miami. He's 0 for 2 tonight so it was his first game back yep. Jacko, and boy yep. did it ever look like it yeah and Hollis Jefferson makes both free throws and the Raptors they lead by four 11 12 remaining second quarter they lead 22 18 biggest lead of the game for Toronto here comes Dragic front court on the dribble to hero 
Guarded by Stanley Johnson. Hero kicks it up top. Dragic three over Davis. Good. Davis was slow getting out on the shot contest. You got to chase these guys off the line. They shoot the ball too well. You cannot allow a guy to catch and get comfortable. Lowry, corner three, good. They screen the zone, Jack, yep. and Kyle drops it in the bottom of the well, well. Zones aren't comfortable being screened. That time, baseline screen, left side. Lowry came off of the Boucher screen and nailed it on a catch and shoot. 25-21, Raptors by four. Adebayo, guarded by Stanley Johnson. In a stance, Johnson means business. They get it to Dragic, turns the corner into the lane. Bounces off Lowry, floats it up, no good. Rebound, Boucher. Raptors on the push. Lowry pull up three and transition short. Long rebound run down by Olinick. Three on two, Miami coming back into the corner. Dragic up fake and is fouled by Hollis Jefferson. And no damage done in terms of shooting. Yep, and good job by Hollis Jefferson flying out at Dragic that time. And we talked about it. they're the second best three-point shooting team in the NBA, and you've got to close out quickly on these guys. They're shooting close to 39% from behind the arc this season as a team. That's pretty impressive. 10.07 to go, first quarter, 25-21. Miami leading by four, trailing the Raptors by four. And now Hollis Jefferson takes a foul. Adebayo tries to sweep through. And Rondé thought he got a lot of the orange, but they got the foul. Hollis Jefferson, two fouls now. He and Adebayo, it's a good matchup, though. Both guys really physical. They like being the hammer, not the nail, that's for sure. Absolutely. Kendrick Nunn inbound to Adebayo. Near elbow, left side. Two bounces, hands it to Dragic in the lane. Dragic kicks to Nunn up top. Hero open for a three, short, long rebound, Boucher. Outlet Lowry, 9.50 second quarter, Toronto by four. Boucher in the lane. Kick out pass intercepted. He had a jump hook over his shoulder, Jack. Maybe he wasn't comfortable. Hero, pull up three or pull up two, knocks it down. Wow, that was a tight handle, a great pull up by Hero. That's impressive on the right side. 25-23, Miami in the zone still. Terrence Davis comes to the middle. And he's got the ball straight away to Hollis Jefferson at the nail. Kick to Lowry up top. Davis catch and shoot three. Back rim, no good. Rebound, Derek Jones Jr. Here comes Miami looking for a tie or the lead with the three. Perhaps two for 15 from behind the arc. None. Drives far side. Kick up top. Derek Jones Jr. Three is good. Miami with a 26-25 lead. Raptors a little tired that time on that transition possession. Slow getting the shooters. Heat lead by one now, 26-25, and they are going to sit in that zone. Raptors got to get into a rhythm and attack it well. Hollis Jefferson in the lane. Kick out to Davis. Drives and is fouled by Derrick Jones Jr. He got bailed out there. He he was stumbling. And he fell into the defender, Derrick Jones. I tell you what, if I'm Eric Spolster, I sit in that zone. The Raptors are 2 of 15, 13% from behind the arc. Jack, the Raptors had a couple of good attacks at the nail with Rondé Hollis-Jefferson in the middle of the zone. They've got, they haven't gone back to it. Lowry near side, into the corner. Stanley Johnson, pull-up jumper in the air. Back rim, no good. Long rebound, Adebayo. And it gets harder and harder against this zone. If you keep missing shots, that ball gets heavier and you feel pressure. Yeah, it's like you're shooting at a teacup, Jack. Tyler Hero, 
Near side, left wing to Adebayo, straight away to Drogic. Drives left, finds Adebayo in the lane. Into the near corner, Derek Jones, Jr., three, no good, rebound Boucher. Good defensive possession by Toronto. Multiple effort at the rim and on the perimeter. Lowry forces his way to the basket and lays it up and in. Well, missed shot. They weren't able to get back and get set in his zone. Disorganized defense. Lowry takes it to the 10. 27-26 Toronto, 7.50 first half. None pull up, jumper short. Rebound Boucher, Lowry outlet again. Up the middle of the floor. Into the lane, bounces off none. And they're going to say the foul was on the floor. Kyle throws his hands up, exasperated, wants the... Can I get one of these calls this year? Well, when is it a shooting foul? And he doing a great job, though. His energy is just so enjoyable out there on the floor. Leaves it all out there. Van, sure Vliet, Van Vliet in, Terrence Davis out. Chris Silva in the game as well for Bam Adebayo. And for Miami. Hollis Jefferson up top, into the lane, kicks out Van Vliet, near side right wing, pass into the middle of the zone, deflected, here comes Miami. Dragic to Derek Jones Jr., blocked by Boucher! Here comes Van Vliet, Miami bench wanted a foul, Van Vliet to Lowry, far side, drives, finds Hollis Jefferson, he's fouled. Great pass by Kyle Lowry, and what a big time block by Chris Boucher on the baseline left side blocking Derek Jones and Boucher you know what he loves to say give me give me Jenny Bonjour. but the don't Raptors bring, don't bring that low stuff in exactly and uh, great pass by Lowry on the left baseline hooking up Hollis Jefferson he'll shoot two Jonesy Raptors lead by once 27 26 7 15 remaining second quarter Hollis Jefferson misses the first free throw he'll get one more Got to get the freebies, Jack. A low-scoring, low-paced game. Not that it isn't ever, but every point is important. Makes the second free throw. Raptors lead by 228 28-26. 7-12 remaining here. Second quarter clock moving. Raptor fans drawing the ire of the Miami faithful <laughs> with the Let's Go Raptors chant prompting a Let's Go Heat. I feel like I'm in Detroit. Dragic in the lane, floats it up and in. Game tied at 28. Goran Dragic gets to the 10. Here comes Van Vliet up the middle of the floor. Raptors in the black coming left to right. Fred up top to Lowry. Drives into the lane. Near side to Boucher. Back to Lowry. Corner three in the air. No good. A great look. Here comes Miami. Kendrick Nunn front court on the dribble. Into the lane. Weaves. Tries to find Silva. He runs it down on the baseline. Kick it out top, intercepted by Lowry. And Derek Collins blowing the whistle, saying, hang on. They're calling a jump ball. Inadvertent whistle, jump ball. And Kyle says, when you blew the inadvertent whistle, I picked off the pass. And they are going to go with the jump ball after chatting and conversing. Derek Collins and Eric Lewis. That's too bad. Raptors might have had a transition opportunity. Yeah. My, my question is, what would have caused the inadvertent whistle? Like, what were they, what were they blowing? And uh, looks like there's going to be well, the Raptors are going back. I thought they th they think there was a timeout. Uh, a little confusion here. Hollis Jefferson, Lowry Jefferson, 
excuse me, Johnson, Boucher, and Van Vliet on the floor for Toronto right now. Center court, 629 remaining, second quarter. Silva and Boucher jump the ball up, and the Raptors win the tap. Tie ball game here, 28 all. Well, poetic justice, the Raptors had the ball anyway. Heat in the zone. Still, Van Vliet to Hollis Jefferson at the nail. Rondé drives, fouled by Derrick Jones Jr. No call, he loses the ball. Quick hit ahead, three on one Miami. Chris Silva with the alley-oop jam and the foul on Boucher, retreating. Jack, I'm gonna play coach here. They've got Rondé Hollis Jefferson at the nail in the middle of the zone. I'm thinking you put one of your best ball handlers and decision makers there. Throw well, Lowry in there, throw Van Vliet in there. Well, needless to say, right now they feel Hollis Jefferson can make plays with his strength in the lane. Well, that time, but you said it, Jonesy, he got fouled on the play. So, I thought he did. So strategy or not, he should be at the line right now. But with 6.08 remaining, great pass, by the way, by Dragic to Silva. Raptors trail by two. Miami will shoot a free throw after this. Second quarter, 30 to 28. By the way, former Raptor great Chris Bosch here at the game tonight. Former Heat as well. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball from American Airlines in arena, arena in Miami on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Miami, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Santiago Rodriguez. You'll hear from Taddy and Lewenberg at halftime. That's 6.08 away on the clock. Aradash Vandy and David Alessio back looking after things at Raptors Central. I'll tell you what, the Raptors shooting 32%, 11% from three, and they're only down two here. Got to feel very fortunate, and they got to solve that zone. Silva misses the free throw. Raptors rebound. 6.04 remaining, second quarter. Clock moving. Raptors trail by two, 30-28. The heat in the zone once again, Jonesy. They've got that football mentality. We're going to do it till... Well, you should. It stops. I would. Ibaka, mid-range jumper, far side. Got it 18 feet. Far side, 30 apiece as we, Ibaka ties the game with a deuce. Way you get him out of the zone, make some shots, right? Bust that zone wide open with some open jimmies. This is Jimmy Butler. Back <laughs> to the heat. I didn't mean it that way. Dragic deep, three, good. Hollis Jefferson was slow getting out. you got to close out on him and make him put it on the floor. He's too good a three-point shooter. 33-30 Miami, 5-20, first half. Van Vliet to Ibaka in the lane, turns, kicks it out to Van Vliet to Lowry. On the bounce, Kyle, shot clock at five. Cross court to Van Vliet, up fake, drives, finds Lowry. Three in the air, a good look, no good. Rebound, Ibaka has it knocked away. Ananobi gets it back, drives, has it knocked away. Hollis Jefferson floats it up, no good. Raptors trying to work the offensive glass, and they've got a jump ball between Ananobi and Butler. How many looks for the Raptors? This is a game, Jonesy, if the Raptors had Norman Powell and or a Matt Thomas against this zone, they would make a big difference. And even a guy like Marcus Gasol who can shoot the ball, and pass so well against the zone and obviously Pascal Siakam his creativity you miss those guys Van Vliet gets it up no good shot clock was running down they are really struggling against his zone I'm Eric Spolstra I roll with it 
33-30. Miami by three. Butler into the lane. Stops. Kicks it out to Drogic. Catch and shoot. Three. Good. Ananobi right in his grill and he knocks it down. He, that's a tough shot that time. I agree with you, Jones. He did get out pretty well under control and contest. How about the Heat bench? They're plus 13, 18-5. They've changed this game around. Van Vliet up top, 36-30 Miami. 4-15. Ibaka in the lane, turns, shoots it, misses, gets the rebound back and puts it in. Well, you can offensive rebound against the zone. Raptors trail by four. 36-32 Heat. We approach four minutes, first half. Butler up top against Hollis Jefferson. Works right with a screen from Silva. In the lane, kick to Nunn. Van Vliet, quick closeout. Nunn to Drogic, up fake, step back, three. And what do they got? They got him on a walk, Drogic, so wipe it out and give it to Toronto. Great defense that time by OG Ananobi, checking Drogic that time on the perimeter. 3.51 remaining, Raptors trail by four here. Second quarter, 36-32. Van Vliet to McCaw. Into the lane to Hollis Jefferson. Kick out Van Vliet. Up fake. Drive. Kicks it back out. Ananobi. Down low to Ibaka. Turnaround jumper far side. No good. Rebound Butler. Raptors still having their issues shooting against the zone. Point about the zone. We get a chance. Silva down low. Floats it up and in. You shoot differently. You pass differently. You cut differently. It takes you out of your flow. Your natural flow offensively. You become, you, you think too much. Long jumper, no good. Ibaka rebound, back up and in, underneath. Raptors hanging in, 38-34. They cut it to four. And it lures you into being a jump shooting team, but you, you're taking those shots with a different kind of pace and rhythm than you normally take them against man coverage. Dragic up top, on the bounce. Works left, near side. Into the lane, floats it up and in. Waltz down Main Street. Van Vliet was looking for help from Ibaka, yeah. who didn't give it to him. He was on the wrong side of the screen, actually. Timeout by Nick Nurse. Good timeout here, because this thing, the Raptors starting to leak oil here. On the other end, too, Jeff. Yep. No, well, and obviously, here's what happens, Jonesy. You struggle offensively. You hang your head a little bit. You get mad at yourself for missing shots and not executing, and it impacts your defensive prowess. So that's got to change here. 240 remaining. Second quarter, Raptors trail by six. 40-34. From American Airlines Arena in Miami, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Miami. 2.40 to go, 40-34. Heat lead the Raptors by six. And Jack, to put things in perspective, the Raptors only 14 points in this half with two minutes to go. Yeah, they've just struggled mightily. And major dosage of zone defense by Miami, and they've done a really good job with their communication and the slides, getting out to shooters. Very organized in it. And as we know, Miami uses their zone quite a bit. Raptors inbound the ball again against his zone. They screen it this time. McCaw into the lane, floats it up, no good. Good look that time. They used a high ball screen against the zone, and McCall was freed up to get to the rim. Couldn't make it. Butler in the lane. Kicks to the corner. None. Catch and shoot. Three. No good. Rebound. Knocked out of bounds. Lowry can't squeeze it. Heat ball. 
14 on the shot clock, 2.18 first half, 40-34 Miami in the white, moving right to left. Not going to win a lot of games shooting 29% from the field and 10% from three-point range, Jonesy, and that's what the Raptors are doing. None to Adebayo in the lane, jams it down. This eight-point lead at 42-34, Jack, feels a lot bigger with the shooting the way it is. It sure does, and it's affecting their defense now. They're starting, you mentioned earlier, there's a, some breakdowns now, and the Heat's starting to get a little pace and flow in their play. Anobi, corner three, no good. Rebound, Tyler Hero. I mentioned before, that personnel that's out, all good three-point shooters, the four guys I mentioned, they average as a group, Gasol, Siakam, Powell, and Thomas, they shoot the ball collectively over 39% from three-point range. Wow. You miss that a lot, particularly against a team that's playing tons of zone. 149, first half, Miami by eight. Coming front court, Hero, corner jumper, no good, rebound Ibaka. Outlet Van Vliet. Hero, Robinson, and Nunn play with tons of confidence. And Mojo, don't they, Josie? They do. For young players, they do. Lowry in the lane to Ibaka on Butler and Butler. No, they got surge on a three-second violation. Well, Raptors trying to gain advantage in a painted area, just to kind of bust that zone open a little bit. And surge just posted up way too long. Funny little exchange there. The Raptor fans are trying to get the Raptors going. Let's go Raptors! And Heat fans immediately counter with "Let's go Heat." Dragic up top on the bounce against McCaw. Minute 15, first half, 42-34 Miami. Dragic in the lane to Butler. Kicks to Adebayo, the pass too hard, out of bounds. Turnover number nine for Miami, but Raptors unable to take advantage with only four points. Yeah, Raptors are plus three in the turnover margin game, and they've actually gotten up more shots, more free throws. Usually that helps you, but it hasn't because of the woeful shooting for Toronto tonight. Van Vliet into the corner. Lowry near side, drives into the lane. Stops, finds Ananobi. Back to Lowry, to McCaw, to Van Vliet. Deep three in the air, no good. Rebound, knocked away. Surge can't squeeze it. Here comes Adebayo. Poor shooting is contagious, isn't it? Yep. Dragic in the lane, floats it up, no good. Ananobi gets the rebound. Here comes Toronto. Broken floor opportunity. Lowry drives to the basket, lays it up and in. Well, opportunity at the rim. That always helps. Raptors with 20 paint points. Got to get some shots at the rim here against that zone if you're not going to make perimeter shots. 42-36. Miami by six. Butler in the lane. Floats it up. No good. Rebound. And an OB has it. 15 seconds first half. Last shot time for the Raptors. Lowry on the dribble. Cross court, Van Vliet. Up fake, drives into the lane. Kicks it out to Lowry, into the corner. Open three for OG, got it. Down the bottom of the well at the buzzer. Raptors cut the lead to 42-39 at halftime. Huge. How big a shot was that? The Raptors have struggled mightily. Maybe that shot on the arm will help Toronto out going into halftime. And the Raptors... At half, trail by three, 42-39, and a slug-it-out type of game here in Miami. All right, back to Taddy and Lewinberg at half. Raptors down three, as Jack told you, from American Airlines in Arena in Miami. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. 
Tangerine Raptors basketball is on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Cross court Van Vliet. Up fake, drives into the lane, kicks it out to Lowry, into the corner, open three for OG, got it. Down the bottom of the well at the buzzer. Raptors cut the lead to 42-39 at halftime. Huge. How big a shot was that? The Raptors have struggled mightily. Maybe that shot on the arm will help Toronto out going into halftime. Well, it certainly makes the scoreboard better than we thought it would be. Raptors of the Half presented by Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. How does your gym or hockey bag smell? Guy, what were you thinking? Keep it fresh with Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. Available in four natural scents. Visit freshandfamous.com. I'm going to lead off with the first half stat. It's brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Enjoy all the winter classics at your local Ontario Subaru dealer. Hurry in for great rates and a holiday bonus during the My Subaru Gave to Me holiday event. And the stats, I mean, the scoreboard is flattering, and I'm saying that with all due respect, 14 of, uh, let's just go over their, their shooting here, 14 of 45, 31%, 3 of 22 from the outside, Josh. That scoreboard is as good as you could expect. Yeah, I mean, the Heat are a good defensive team, but they're not as good as the Raptors' first half shooting made them look. As you mentioned, 3 for 22 from beyond the arc. And even that is flattering because they were going to be 2 for 21 before OG Ananobi hit that 3-ball to end the half that you heard uh, just a moment ago. That was his first bucket of the night, so he needed that in a big way. And the Raptors needed that in a big way. Maybe that could spark them going into the second half because, let's face it, the Raptors have to knock down shots to win this game. I mean, Miami is is using their zone defense more than you generally see from a team in a half of basketball. It's a gimmicky type of defense in the NBA that you you kind of use every once in a while to throw the other team um, off kilter a little bit. When things aren't going well, you throw it out there for a possession or two and see if you can get the momentum in your favor. But right now, if you're Miami, why change things up? If the Raptors can't hit a shot, a lot of those 22 three-point attempts were good looks. The Raptors just aren't knocking them down. So right now, it's their defense, which has been excellent, and Miami's turnovers. They have nine of them that are keeping the Raptors in this game. But uh, they hate to oversimplify this. They've got to knock down their shots. Yeah, uh, the box score is just odd, except for the score. Well, there's a lot of things in this box score that are not Raptor-like. Uh, Ibaka and Lowry leading the way with 12 points, but there's not a lot of secondary scoring, is there? No, we, we talked about the bench being a key before the game, and the Raptors bench has five points. Miami's bench coming in and making an impact, they've got 22 points. So that's 22-5, to five, a significant disparity not something you want to see the Raptors I mean they've got guys coming off the bench that can and should be making an impact against Miami's zone you've got Rondé Hollis Jefferson who while he's not a shooter he's a guy that cuts off the ball a guy that can get into the lane and and he's a better passer than most people give him credit so he's the type of guy the type of big that can help break up the zone and then you've got Terrence Davis and Chris Boucher who are three-point shooters they need to be able to 
stretch the floor, space out the floor. They've only attempted two, both of them. Uh, Terrence Davis, Boucher hasn't even taken a shot in his seven minutes, although uh, has given them five boards and a highlight a block on the other end. So at least he's been energetic. Uh, nothing from Stanley Johnson, who was a, a surprise um, substitution in the second quarter to begin the second quarter. Six minutes for him, uh, as Sam Mitchell would say, zero, zero, zero. No points, no rebounds, no assists. 0 for 1. The one shot was a contested three ball from the corner, which is not going to do much to um, endear him to, uh, to uh, Nick Nurse and the coaching staff. So the Raptors have to get something, as you mentioned, Jim, from somebody other than Larry DeBaca. Van Vliet got off to a good start. Seven of the Raptors' first nine points, and that's all there was for Fred in the first half uh, as he finished the second quarter with just seven points. And the other stat that is totally un-Raptor-like, they had eight assists in the first half. They averaged 25 a game. I mean, they're just not circulating. Well, you got to hit the shots to get assists, right? <laughs> that that would be a, that that would be a good start. <laughs> that would, I mean, it, yeah. So if you start dropping the shots, everything tips in the other direction. Well, it's true. And then all of a sudden, Miami has to think twice about breaking out into their zone, and all of a sudden, they've got to sh- shuffle their defensive coverages once the Raptors knock down a, a couple of, of open looks. Because as I said, they're getting good looks right now, so really, I mean, there are a bunch of problems right now, a bunch of issues, but a lot of that corrects itself once you knock down a couple shots. So if you're the Raptors, you hope that OG getting on the board uh, will, will get them going here. Obviously, when we're talking about secondary scoring, he's a big part of it. He played 17 minutes in the first half, didn't get his his first bucket until the last second of the second quarter. They need something from him. They need something from Patrick McCaw, who's scoreless in 16 minutes. He's not a scorer, but uh, he, he's coming off of a few nice games where, it, I mean, he's giving them something. He's been knocking down his corner threes. He's been getting to the rim. There's just, I mean, Miami's defense has been really good here. I, I mean, as I said, I think the Raptors shooting makes it look better, but th- they're tightening up inside. The, they're, they're throwing bodies at the Raptors in the paint. They're getting back in transition so there are no easy buckets for the Raptors right now no the good news is they trail by three from what we're talking about you'd think it was much worse than that so totally within striking distance the other oddity of the half is the Davis performance six minutes and at no points I mean that's just unlike him Coming off that career high of 19 points against Cleveland yeah I mean this this is just one of those nights where maybe you can understand why Nurse went to Stanley Johnson in the second quarter there because you're just looking for something. You're searching. You're searching. And obviously, the Raptors miss Pascal Siakam, Norman Powell, and Marcus Gasol in a game like this because all three of those guys can either create for themselves or for others or both offensively. But I'll also say the Raptors could really use Matt Thomas on a night like this. His floor spacing, his shooting. Now, the good news, we talked about this before the game. He's, it sounds like, ahead of the other three. He should be back relatively soon. He has a checkup scheduled for Monday. And the hope is that he'll be clear for contact and can practice in full at some point next week. And then you would imagine he'd be around the corner from that. But, yeah, I mean... You need somebody on a night like tonight to step up, knock down a couple shots, get hot, and that could be all it takes for the offense to just sort of get some new life here. You're looking for some kind of spark. It, it is an odd game. I mean, if you're in the heat dressing room, you're going, wait a minute, we have 42 points and 22 of them came off the bench. Dragic leads the way with 13, but but their offense is 
not good either. No, Jimmy Butler, one for seven, just three points. He had that triple-double in the game in Toronto, and he's on pace for double digits in, in rebounds and assists, but only the three points. Um, you'd expect him to have a better second half. Uh, none. Uh, they're uh, excellent undrafted rookie, just one for six, two points for him. So, yeah, I mean, Miami's offense hasn't been great, but credit the Raptors' defense. I mean, this is the type of game where if you wanted to make excuses, you could say, okay, well, our, we, we, we've got a few guys out, we're on the road, we're not playing well, we're not shooting well, and all of a sudden your defense could start to slip, but credit the Raptors, they're not doing that. The defensive effort has still been there, and hey, I mean, this is what you can expect from a Raptors' heat type of game. Uh, I mean, they're two hard-nosed, gritty uh, clubs that we've seen play this type of basketball before, and that's the type of game that you would expect here in the second half. Yeah, the second half will have the full story, that's for sure. Raptors at the half was brought to you by Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. How does your gym or hockey bag smell? Guys, seriously, keep it fresh with Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. Available in four natural scents. Visit freshandfamous.com. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050. Here at the American Airlines Arena, the Raptors trail the Miami Heat by three points. And um, needless to say, that shot at the end of the half for OG Ananobi was a big one, knocking it down. The Raptors only three of 22 from three-point range. That's 13, 14%. And obviously going to have to do a good job against the zone here in the second half to counteract and uh, get a different flow in this game. But the Raptor defense has been solid tonight. They forced nine turnovers, and they've been able to get out a little bit, push the ball, but slow pace. The Heat love playing this kind of game. And Jonesy, you know, when you look at this game, Jonesy, obviously I think if you're the Raptors right now, you got to feel really good that you're only down three. It could have been a lot worse, oh, yeah. and here you are, you know? You are right there, Jack, and... Well, they say the great equalizer, making shots. Well, and here the Raptors have an opportunity to start the second half. Their ball as we get underway. Miami in the man-to-man. -man. Van Vliet to Lowry. Raptors coming right to left. Lowry misses the jumper. Lands on his stomach, sits there, or lays there, as Miami hustles it back the other way. Myers Leonard underneath. Puts it up. And he's knocked away by Lowry. Lowry, no quit. It's right back in the action. Jack, a funny occurrence. Thank you for starting the half. I got held up coming back because the referees were walking in. We treated them like... Heads of state? Yeah, the head of state. Like, woman said to me, sir, you shouldn't be walking. I said, why? Well, the referees are coming in. Who cares? That's exactly You're what Paul I said. You're Paul Jones. You're Jonesy, man. No damage done. Miami misses at the other end. Van Vliet, three, in, out, in, out again. Knocked away, and it'll stay with Toronto. Raptors, three of 23 from behind the arc, and they only trail by three. Amazing. Well, like you said, Jack, you start shooting at a teacup. Ball gets heavier. Mm. 11 minutes to go. Just underway, third quarter. Raptors down 42-39. Van Vliet into Ananobi in the middle of the lane, floats it up and in. Down the lane, Ananobi 
making the play from the lane, from the nail. Presented himself nicely that time and turned and wasn't being guarded. Took it strong. 42-41. Raptors down one. They play man-to-man. -man. The Heat in white coming front court from left to right. Robinson to Adebayo. Up big. Drives on Ibaka. Floats it up far side. No good. Rebound to Ananobi. Here comes Lowry up the court. Raptors looking for the lead on this trip. Ananobi on Adebayo. What a move. Crosses over. Lays it up and in. Wow. What a handle, Jack, by OG Ananobi. Bam Adebayo fell asleep on him there that time. And OG Ananobi. Butler in the lane. Floats it up. No good. Rebound knocked away. Adebayo gets it and is fouled by Ibaka. Oh, Jack, you got to secure those loose ball rebounds. Yeah, Patrick McCaw trying to get in there, but he got nailed. And OG Ananobi back-to-back -back plays, giving the Raptors a lead now. 10.08 remaining third quarter. Raptors lead 43-42. Bam Adebayo at the line for two shots. Adebayo, four points tonight, two of three from the floor. Knocks in the first free throw, ties the game at 43. The Heat not exactly blazing at themselves, Jack, at 37.8%. Adebayo dips, fires the second free throw, no good. Tie game, 10.04 remaining, 43 all, Jonesy. Not an offensive ball burn, to say the least. Heat go in the zone again. Van Vliet on the run to Lowry. Now to McCaw, drives, kick to Lowry, finds Ibaka into the lane, turnaround jumper, no good, Surge made the right play in flashing, but looked like he was flustered, Jack, trying to move too fast, none, three, short, rebound Lowry, quick hit ahead Van Vliet, finds Lowry trailing, three in the air, back rim, no good, long rebound Duncan Robinson. Here comes Miami. Adebayo, front court, on Ibaka, crosses over into the lane, loses the handle, then jams it down. Picks it up. And Miami into a two-point lead, 45-43. Here comes Lowry to Van Vliet. They're looking for Ananobi, get it to him at the nail. OG, kick out Van Vliet, three in the air. This one, back rim, no good. Jack, I like OG in the middle yeah. of the zone there at the nail. He's oh. doing some great stuff. He did. He made a great pass that time to Fred Van Vliet. Sucked the defense in on a drive, threw it out for an open three. Van Vliet and Lowry combined 2 of 14 behind the arc. Wow. Those guys are terrific shooters. And an OB down low to Ibaka. Right through the wicket. Surge wow. couldn't catch it. Turn it over out of bounds to Miami. Great. Great look by OG and an OB. Just... Abaka, 12 points, 9 boards, 6 of 15 tonight. Here comes Heat. Front court. 45-43 Miami. 8-40 to go. First quarter. Kyle Lowry just got banged up on that play. Kendrick Nunn. Lowry really hurting. Nunn drives, turns, and knocks it down. Lowry... Nick Nurse calls a timeout, and Kyle Lowry has gone straight to the locker room. Alex McKechnie in hot pursuit. I mean, he came off the court and didn't even stop at the bench.
And he got tangled up with Robinson trying to fight through a screen and I'll have to get the television replay. It looked like he stepped on somebody's foot. But with 8.17 remaining, the Heat, third quarter, they lead by four, 47-43. Back in a moment, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball from American Airlines Arena in Miami on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in Miami, 47-43 Heat. Lowry limps to the locker room. They call a timeout. And now he's back on the floor. Oh, thank goodness for that. And likely we got taped up. And quite a scare if you're a Raptor fan because... You know, when you consider that you have Siakam, Gasol, Powell, Thomas out of the lineup, and you're down in numbers. It looked like he went knee-to-knee -knee with Adebayo and was limping as we get a look at the TV replay. But he's back on the floor. The Raptors trail 47-43, 8-10 to go. They get it inside. Ananobi to McCaw, inside out, three ball, knock it down in the bottom of the well for McCaw. 47-46, Raptors to within one. Jack, I like the attack with OG at the yeah, nail. He's doing a great job finding people and being patient there. Butler near side, drives on Lowry into the lane. Kicks to the corner, deflected by Ananobi and stolen. OG runs it front court. Raptors down one, 47-46. McCaw drives left near side. On the elbow, back up top to Lowry. Miami out of the zone, into the man-to-man. -man. Lowry drives, gets a switch on Robinson, kicks it to the corner. McCaw loses his footing, gets it to Ibaka, shot clock at two, inside to McCaw, floats it up, no good. Had a wide open layup and missed it. Adebayo underneath the Butler who lays it in. Oh, tough break that time. Two you didn't get, and two they got, and uh, he get it back to seven. To to three, 49-46, seven minutes remaining, third quarter. Ananobi against the zone, inside, gets it to Ibaka, jump hook up and in. Raptors losing their footing in the lane. I don't know if it's slippery or what, but yeah. Ibaka's jump hook makes it 49-48 Miami, 6-40, third quarter. Blowout says limousines for the feet. Butler backs down, double team comes, kicks it to none, up top, wide open three, got it. Fifty two forty eight Miami 35% three-point shooter first made three tonight one of five for none Heat in the zone Raptors bring Ananobi to the middle They get it to him at the elbow turns jumper in the air. No good rebound out of bio Front court here comes Miami They lead it by four six minutes to go third quarter long jumper. No good rebound to Lowry on the bounce, far side, right wing. Raptors in the black coming right to left. Ibaka, floater in the lane, good. Screen and roll with Lowry. And Toronto cuts it to two, 52-50. Brilliant move that time on a baseline. And, and then pick and pop in the screen. None, three up top, no good. Rebound, Ananobi. Outlet, Van Vliet. Turns on the Jets, cuts into the lane gets it to McCaw now back to Fred up top to Lowry five and a half to go 52-50 Miami we're in the third quarter Van Vliet works far side to Lowry 
Cross court, McCaw to Ibaka. Jumper in the air, no good. Rebound out of bio. Well, doubled that time, Van Vliet. Scramble mode, Miami. Up top, out of bio, turns the corner into the lane. Euro step and lays it in. Fake Ibaka out on the Euro step and laid it home. 54-50 Miami, four and a half to go. Third quarter. McCaw to Ananobi, it's kicked by Butler and knocked out of bounds. And Bam Adebayo made some big plays here. Late, 9.7 points. Hero checks in. And Derek Jones as well. Adebayo and none check out for Miami. Miami in the zone, Jonesy. McCaw up top. They screen the zone. He gets it to Ananobi in the lane. Kick to Van Vliet. Three in the air. No good. Rebound off Ibaka. Out of bounds. Jack, I don't know if you can get much better looks. Well, the Raptors are moving. The, they're doing a pretty good job moving the ball against the zone and just not able to get anything whatsoever and, uh, to go down. Four for 27 from behind the arc. Wow. Less than 15%. Well, their 39 points was the lowest point total of any half this season Butler in the lane finds Duncan Robinson up fake fly by three in the air good 5750 Miami big possession here for Toronto now and then Obi up top to Van Vliet far side right wing to Ibaka turns kick out Van Vliet up fake drive into the lane to McCaw. Three ball near side, no good. Rebound, Ibaka can't squeeze it again. Rebound to Derek Jones Jr. Runs it front court. Robinson catch and shoot three, no good. Long rebound, Lowry. Raptors dodge a bullet. They trail 57 53 40, third quarter. Van Vliet into the lane to Lowry. Three ball in the air, good in the bottom of the well for Lowry. 57-53, and Eric Spolster wants a timeout with his lead cut to four. Good job that time. Fred Van Vliet and Lowry, a little dribble exchange, and Van Vliet just, excuse me, runs into Derek Jones and frees Lowry up for a clean look. Third quarter, 3.36 remaining. Raptors trail by four. 57-53 here from Miami. From American Airlines Arena in Miami, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. in Miami, Paul Jones, the coach, Jack Armstrong, along with Santiago Rodriguez, Taddy and Lewenberg back at Raptors Central with the Radash Bandy and David Alicio and the Heat lead the Raptors 57-53 with 3.36 to go, third quarter, Jack, the Raptors are in it, even though they are struggling to make shots. They sure are, and uh... Very fortunate to be only down four. A big round of applause here, by the way. The Raptors. Former Raptor Chris Bosch obviously won two championships here with the Heat, went to four finals. Here with his lovely bride this evening, sitting courtside, watching his two former teams. Here comes Goran Dragic, front court for the Heat. He was terrific in the first half, 13 points in 13 minutes. The bench for Miami, plus 17 tonight. 
Butler floats it up near side. And the foul called on Ananobi. Butler had the side cleared. And was fouled on his way to the bucket. He'll shoot two. And he'd have not committed a foul here, Jonesy, in the quarter. Raptors have committed two. How about this, Jonesy? Eight fouls on Toronto tonight, only six on Miami. So they've let these two teams play. And obviously, the Heat are playing a lot of zone. Raptors are shooting a lot of threes. Um, normally, you see a Heat team play. They foul on every play. But sitting at that zone, they've been a less aggressive. One of two by Jimmy Butler at the free throw line. Raptors trail by five, 58-53, 3-11 remaining third quarter. Miami back in the zone. Lowry to Hollis Jefferson, wide open, takes it to the basket, bounces off Myers Leonard and lays it in. Nothing wrong with a few layups here and there against his own, Jonesy. Nothing wrong at all, Jack. they shrink and then the threes become that much more open. Butler near side, on the elbow, heat working left to right, in the lane. Kick to Myers Leonard. Lowry closes out. Way out top to Hero. Now to Dragic. Against Hollis Jefferson. Stare down three. No good. And an OB with the air ball rebound. Good defense that time on the ball. Hollis Jefferson in the lane. Spins and is fouled as Rondé did the early work getting down on a rim run. Had Dragic on him and took it right at him, Jacko. Deep post up on the left side against Dragic. And he did a great job on a shot contest on Dragic on the other end. As I mentioned, Dragic was terrific in the first half. you got to get into him. You can't let him have time to set up. So Rondé Hollis-Jefferson will go to the line. Raptors 8 of 10 from the stripe tonight as Hollis-Jefferson knocks down the first one. Well, Raptors are back within two. Bam Adebayo checks in the game now. And Miles Leonard checks out. So they're going to go with a little smaller, more mobile lineup. The only substitute for Toronto that's played double-digit minutes is Hollis Jefferson. He makes both free throws. Raptors trail by one, 58-57, 2.29 remaining third quarter. Hollis Jefferson, nine points, four boards off the bench for Toronto. 2.20 to go. Raptors down one. They dig in on D. Here come the white-shirted Heat from left to right. Adebayo to Hero. On the dribble near side to Adebayo in the lane. The floater up and in. Got a friendly roll, Jacko. Good execution by the Heat. Ran a little screening action to get Hero freed up. And who's the guy that's always open, Jonesy? The guy that sets the screen. Now he's Adebayo. Wanted open set of screen. Terrence Davis has the pass deflected. Derek Jones Jr. on the alley-oop tries to jump over. Well, there, uh, Terrence Davis telegraphed that pass, though. He looked directly where he was going to throw it. And, you know, a lot of times when you have the ball against the zone, a little pass fake always helps you out a little bit. And it'll be a non-shooting foul because there's a lob, no shot on the pass, the collision. The Raptors catch a break there. Well, they got Lowry on the foul, Jack. Really? Running down on... Jimmy Butler from the official score. Oh, so, Ooh. I think that was on Davis. 60-57, heat by three, minute 40, third quarter. 
Dragic, three in the air, no good. Rebound, Boucher. Well, you trail by three at half. You're down three now. Right? You played them somehow to a standstill. Can you find a way to make a little run here? Lowry up top. Heat go man-to-man. -man. Screen and roll with Hollis Jefferson. Deep three from Lowry, no good. Boucher with the rebound. Kicks it out to Davis. Shot partially blocked from behind, and they got the foul. And Terrence Davis will go to the line for three. Yeah. Wow. That Bam out of bio gets called for the foul. I tell you what, if I'm Eric Spolster, I challenge that. It looks like he blocked the shot, but he decides not to. Wow. To me, it looks like he got all ball. Davis knocks down the first free throw. First point of the game for Terrence Davis. And this Raptor bench has been real quiet. Makes the second one. Half the bench, minus 11, 22-11. So they need some productivity down a stretch. And Lowry goes over to say a quick hello to Chris Bosh as <laughs> Terrence Davis ties the game with three free throws. The Raptors and the Sisyphean task finally draw even. Dragic up top, Ananobi right into him, in a stance in front of him. Dragic drives into the lane, floats it up, blocked by Chris Boucher. Great job by Boucher, the help defender, and he's had some big blocks tonight for Toronto. Nine on the shot clock now for Miami. Front court, the Heat, Dragic can't get it in. OG Ananobi's really doing a good job yeah. defensively. He's he got 11 rebounds as well tonight, Jonesy. He bounces it, Dragic bounces it off Ananobi to get himself some more time. And Lowry and oh, they gave Nunn, a double, double tech. technical, Eric Lewis. Now, when they do a double tech, does that cost them money? Uh, maybe not, but that's basically just putting him on warning. Now, one more play and the guy's out of the game. None drives. Kick up top, Derek Jones Jr. Three, no good. Long rebound to none at the free throw line. Back to Dragic, high arcing three, no good. Rebound, Terrence Davis. The Raptors have a chance for the lead. And Rondé Hollis Jefferson called for a walk and turns it over. Forty-nine point four to go, third quarter. Raptors. And he tied at 60. Front court, Kendrick Nunn against Lowry. Low dribble, turns his back to him. Now gets it to Tyler Hero, drives near side. Kick up top, Nunn, catch and shoot three, no good. Long rebound, knocked away, Miami has it. 30 seconds, third quarter. Hero, three ball, got it near side. Well, those second chance opportunities. Miami shoots a lot of long shots. You got a rebound in the mid-range area. A little fatigue that time for Toronto. Not chasing two down. Miami in the zone. Terrence Davis up top. Ten seconds to go. Third quarter. Davis three straight away. No good. Long rebound. Tyler Hero. Four seconds to go. Hero runs it front court. Throws it up off balance. No good. 
But we're right where we were at halftime, Jack. A three-point Miami lead, 63-60. Well, we're at a standstill here, and the Raptors hanging around. Jonesy, they haven't brought their A game tonight, but somehow, someway, with a C, C-minus game, they're still right there, down three, down a possession with 12 to go here. Find a way to steal one. Fourth quarter coming up. Miami 63, Toronto 60. Last lap of the track coming up. Fourth quarter from American Airlines Arena in Miami. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. 63-60. Miami in the lead after three quarters. One lap of the track to go. Can Toronto run him down, Jack, and finally get over the hump? Well, they're hanging in there. They played him even Steven there in the third quarter. 21 points apiece. Nick Nurse has tried different lineups, different combinations, and still hanging in there. Fourth quarter begins here, Jonesy. Miami 10-0 this year against the East at home. Heat ball to start. 15-1 and one at home. Amazing. Derek Jones Jr., Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn out there with Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic. Hero jumper got it over Boucher. Yeah, he's good, man. That was a tough shot. Boucher is so long. I'll tell you what, Hero's got a little dribble game to him. Does. Raptors facing the zone still. McCaw. To Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Kick out Van Vliet. Open three. No good. Rebound, Terrence Davis back up and in. TD on the glass brings Toronto back to within three, 65-62. You're losing by three points, and Lowry and Van Vliet are combined three of 18 from three. I mean, amazing you're in this game. Derek Jones Jr. up top to Tyler Hero. Against McCaw, back to Jones Jr., now to Hero. Picks up his dribble, Boucher closes up. Adebayo drives, and Miami Great doesn't team. get it off. That's Toronto, it. good contained contest D, Jack. And, the, and the, the perimeter defense has been really good, like locking in the switches, getting people off the three-point line. They're doing an excellent job with it. McCaw, front court to Van Vliet. Raptors in the block coming right to left. The Heat sitting in the zone. McCaw to Van Vliet. To Hollis Jefferson at the nail, drives, bounces off Adebayo, lays it up, no good. Boucher tips it in. Might have been on the rim, Raptors oh. got a break. Wow, they didn't call it. Okay, Eric Spolster was pretty adamant about it, but good play by Boucher getting in on a loose ball. He's got eight boards tonight. 65-64 Miami, 10-15, fourth quarter. Adebayo against Hollis Jefferson, drives. Rondé cuts him off, the shovel pass for Hero. Coming towards Adebayo from the near sideline, right wing in front of the Raptor bench, whizzes by his ear out of bounds. Chance to take the lead here, Jonesy. Can you swing the momentum here? McCaw, far side, right wing above the arc to Van Vliet. Holding, gets a screen from Rondé, kicks into the corner. Davis, three, no good, he rushed it. Kendrick Nunn with the rebound. He hit the nail on the head, he was more open than he thought. John Wooden used to say, be quick, but yep. don't hurry. That's right. Kendrick Nunn back. 9.40 to go, fourth quarter. Hero, deep three, near side, good. Terrence Davis helped way too much off of Hero. You cannot leave him. 
Great setup that time by Nunn. Draw and kick left side to the shooter on the right. 68-64, Miami. Van Vliet to Davis. Drive, stutter, dribble into the lane. Finds Rondé in the lane is fouled by Derrick Jones Jr. Team foul number one on the Heat. Side out bound, Raptors near side, left wing, moving right to left. Big story in this game is the play of the Heat bench. Plus 14, 30, 16. Dragic with 13 and Hero with 10. Hero's come up with two big shots here in the fourth. McCaw to Davis, back to McCaw. Drives into the lane, the floater up, back rim, no good, rebound Miami. McCaw steals it, floats it up, no good. Adebayo grabs this rebound. Gotta finish. Ball. Hero, near Ball. side. One of eight tonight. Up top, Hero, three ball in the air, good. 71-64, Miami by seven. Tell you what, that kid's got onions, man. He is cold-blooded. Professional shooter. Hero off the bench with 13. Terrence Davis, three, far side, in and out. Rebound, Adebayo. Quick hit ahead to Hero. Drives near side. Rondé Hollis Jefferson jumps out at him. Kick it to Nunn, far side, up fake on McCaw. To Adebayo, drives in the lane, lays it up and in. The lead suddenly 9-73-64. Timeout, Toronto. Well, the Raptors had their chance. They had the ball with a chance to take the lead. And they were down 65-64, and instead, the Heat with an 8-0 run here, and suddenly, people are going nuts here at the American Airlines Arena in Miami. With 8-16 remaining, Raptors now in a big hole, down 9, 73-64. 2 Two minutes, 10 seconds was that 8-0 run Jack spoke about. Miami by 9, 73-64, 8-16 left in the fourth from American Airlines Arena. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, back in Miami, 73 64 Miami leading by nine. We got a lot of to go. Here. We got Meek Mill, we got Future, and we got Diddy, we got Paul Jones. Hey man, we're not sitting courtside, Jack. We got Santiago here. A guy well, what spinning we need, the dials. If you're if you're the Raptors, what you need are some buckets, Jack. I need a lot of those. Need some KFC buckets and some real buckets. Raptors bring it front court. They trail by nine, eight minutes to go in the game. Ananobi up top to Van Vliet. Now to Ibaka, turns to Van Vliet. Three in the air, near side, no good, not even close. Mm. Wow. How often do you see Fred Van Vliet shoot one of 10 from three? And Kyle Lowry two of nine, three of 19. Ooh. Let's see what the Raptors can do. They need a stop. Drogic kicks into the corner. Derek Jones, Jr., three ball, no good. Rebound, Ananobi. And they throw it away and luckily get it back. 
What was that right there, that call? Well, they want to put the shot clock back okay. at 24, ruling that that was possession by Derrick Jones Jr. There's been some poor shot clock uh, stuff going on yeah. tonight. Is there somebody on vacation here? I don't know. Maybe too long at the pool. Ibaka in the lane has it partially blocked from behind. You were at the pool today. You were fine. I haven't made a shot yet, though. I haven't attempted one, though. <laughs> Dragic in the lane. Kicks to the corner. They swing it around to Nunn. Drives on Van Vliet, who stands him up. Nunn, pull-up jumper. No good from 14. Rebound Toronto. Lowry pushes it up the court. Drives on Kendrick Nunn. Kick out Ibaka. Back to Lowry, three in the air, far side, no good, rebound Hero. The Raptors just can't knock down shots tonight. Hero up top, three in the air, no good, long rebound. Van Vliet has it taken away by Derrick Jones Jr. And they say it went off Lowry, out of bounds, Miami ball. Good also that time by Derrick Jones. And Rogic checks out. Hero in the corner on Hollis Jefferson. Not at Adebayo. And they got a technical foul on Nick Nurse. what he said well whatever he said it didn't uh, didn't agree with the officials and Jimmy Butler missed the free throw so and Nick Nurse yelling at the official saying what's your problem what's your problem I didn't say anything to you and he is really yelling Natalie Sago the official uh, Nick Nurse leads the NBA in technical fouls Derrick Jones Jr. walked and turn it over, give it back to Toronto. And in our league, it's been Draymond Green has had that distinction. He's owned it. He's uh, not a distinction you want to have, Jack, <laughs> is it? Cost you a lot of money. <laughs> Lowry to Van Vliet. Heat in the zone. Van Vliet drives into the far corner. Hollis Jefferson, they swing it around. Ananobi contested three down the bottom of the well for Toronto. 73-67, and Eric Spolstra quickly gets his fire hose out to throw water on anything that might be going for Toronto. Well, the Raptors with 6.18 remaining, stuck six. 73-67, can they make one more run here? They had a chance to take the lead, they couldn't do it. The Heat had a big run, and now let's see if the Raptors can make one more push. Miami will have possession coming up. 6.18 to go, fourth quarter, Miami by six. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 10.50, Toronto. Back in Miami, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Santiago Rodriguez. Raptors trailing 73-67. And this is not a third quarter score, it's no. a fourth quarter score. We're not used to this in the NBA these, these days, Jonesy. 6.18 to go in this game, Jack. And... Like I said, with this pace, that six-point lead might as well be 15. But, you know, a few stops and make a few shots, and you're uh, you're knocking on the door in a position to win again. So Raptors have struggled shooting the ball, though, against Miami big time. 
shooting 35% combined in the two games that they played against Miami and shooting 21% from three. Butler drives, Lowry reading the mail on the pass. Jimmy Butler runs over Lowry and it's an offensive foul. Big play there, good job by Lowry. Always comes up with a clutch charge taken. Raptors, can they take advantage? Van Vliet to Lowry. Back to Van Vliet, near side to Ibaka. In the lane, jump hook up and in. Raptors back to within four. 73-69. Comes Miami front court. Left to right in the white jerseys. Myers Leonard, Kendrick Nunn, Jimmy Butler, Derek Jones Jr., and Tyler Hero. Myers Leonard gets it to Hero. Back to Leonard up top. Deep three over Ibaka. No good. Rebound. Ananobi runs it down. Can't squeeze it. Jimmy Butler fouled underneath. And Lowry upset that his guys couldn't squeeze the loose ball. That's a big play. OG Ananobi, 12 rebounds tonight. He's done a great job. He's just unable to grab the ball that time. And Jimmy Butler takes advantage. The foul by Lowry on the baseline. Shoot two. Man, that was a big play. They forced the miss, and they just couldn't close the possession. Butler and Adebayo, both in double figures in terms of rebounds. Adebayo with 11, Butler with 10. Raptors, though, have been plus six in the second chance category in terms of points. And Miles Leonard checks out Adebayo back in a ball game for Miami. 74-69 Heat, 5.27 to go in the ball game. Butler's second one good. Back to six. 5.27, here we go, fourth quarter. Perhaps stuck six. And an OB up top. Heat in the zone still. OG drives, Butler reaches behind him, knocks it away. Here come the Heat. None to Derrick Jones Jr. Blocked by Hollis Jefferson. Out of bounds off Miami, Toronto ball. Raptors ready to inbound, but the guy mopping up the floor was still in the way, so acted like a... Great play by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, challenging the shot on a baseline. All right, got to start scoring some points here for Toronto. Lowry to Van Vliet, to Ibaka in the lane. Kick out Lowry to Van Vliet, up fake. And they got a three-second call on Ibaka. Tell you what, if I'm Kenny Atkinson from the Nets, and I'm watching this game film, getting ready for the next game in Toronto and Brooklyn on Saturday night, I'm playing some zone. <laughs> yeah. Heat by six, we tick under five minutes in the ball game. A slow grinding somewhere across the way. Pat Riley is saying this is how we used to do it in the 80s. Yeah. Well, this is a finesse game, though, still. But he likes the pace. Derek Jones, Jr., three. Good. Miami's lead, eight. Sorry, nine. Largest of the game, 78-69. Van Vliet to Lowry. Steps into a three straight away. Back rim, no good. Runs down the long rebound. 
against Butler. Lowry drives into the lane, floats it up, no good. Rebound tipped up by Hollis Jefferson, no good. Rebound, Miami. None, three, far side, no good. Rebound tipped up and in by Adebayo. Timeout, Nick Nurse. Well, the Raptors are leaking oil now. 3.59 remaining, fourth quarter. The Heat have taken over here the last few minutes. And the Raptors trail by 11, 80-69. Down the stretch we come, the Heat by 11. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball from American Airlines Arena in Miami on TSN 1050 Toronto. Raptors down 80-69. They break the huddle. Van Vliet, three ball near side, no good. Raptors six for 39 from three-point range. Have scored nine, nine points, points. Wow. in this fourth quarter. Who would have thunk it, right? No. Not me. Butler to Adebayo. 3-15 to go in the game. Biggest lead of the game for Miami at 11. Hero has it blocked by Ibaka. And they got a loose ball foul on Lowry. And that was with a second to, to a half second left on the shot clock. What a tough play. Wow. Is Nick Nurse going to challenge it? Might as well. They've given him tees for less. Looking for that flashing green light going on. Like that guy uh, that wears a thing on his head for the Regina Rough Riders football <laughs> in CFL. Flashing that would be a cool thing. Having someone run around with it. Flashing green light, fire yeah. coming out. So I don't see a I don't see an official challenge light. yet, no. so let's chalk it up to just a timeout. See what the Raptors can muster. Is there time for one last push, Jack? Well, unfortunately they haven't been able to push at all tonight. And um, it's just one of those difficult nights tonight where the Raptors just can't get it done. They've shot 23% here in the fourth quarter and have had nine points. And the Heat here in the fourth quarter, only 17, but they've shot 50%. So they've been the more efficient team with greater flow and rhythm in their offense. Raptors. Trailing it, 80-69, 3-12 left in the game. The 39 points in the first half was the fewest points in a half, any half this season for the Raptors. Jack, they've got exactly 30 points in this half. Yeah, and only nine of them here in the fourth. And it's just been, the hits keep on coming. When you're only shooting 31%, 16% from three, just not a lot and it doesn't give you have no juice Butler drives in the lane kick to Derek Jones jr. Three no good rebound Van Vliet pushes it up the court stutter dribble Three in the air up top back rim. No good. What a surprise Raptors now six Of 39 from distance and Lowry and Van Vliet a combined three of 22 none Derek Jones Jr. drive, lay it up, and in. 
82-69, two and a half to go. The Raptors sputtering here in Miami. Ananobi in the lane, floats it up, no good. Rebound out of bio. Not sure you can get a better look than that, no, Jack. They've had, some, they've had some good opportunities. I give Eric Spolster credit, right? I said if, if that thing's rolling, stay with that zone. He did. Miami ball. Butler, mid-range jumper near side. No good. Rebound Hollis Jefferson. Off to Larry. Two minutes. Raptors down 13. Ibaka pulls for three near side. No good. Rebound Butler. Poor shooting. This is contagious. Raps just can't catch a break. And they've got a foul at the other end on Sergi Baca. Only the third team foul. First in the last two minutes, non-shooting for Miami. 1.46 remaining, fourth quarter. The Raptors trail by 13, 82-69. Raptors in Portland had that streak of winning the first game on the calendar year. Four straight seasons. Portland unlikely lost to New York last night. Raptors down 13 here with a minute 40 to go. Butler drives near side to Derrick Jones Jr. His three, no good. Rebound Hollis Jefferson. Got to start pitching some threes now, Jack. And Anobi up top into the lane. Loses his footing and gets it to Rondé who jams it down. Nick Nurse says pressure up. Turn the press up. Kendrick Nunn. Beats it on the dribble. Back to Jimmy Butler. Now to Adebayo. Drives on Ibaka. Gets into the lane. Runs into Lowry. And what do they got? The charge on the pass of Adebayo. How many guys, when you're down 11 with a minute 7, I mean, your chances of coming back, Jonesy, winning this game are very, very slight. And Kyle Lowry, to his credit, with a minute 7, down 11, still steps in and takes a charge. It just shows what a winning mentality he has. Timeout Toronto, 107 to go. They trail by 11. Is Reggie Miller in the house somewhere? Well, it's going to be difficult, but I tell you what, that one play, to me, Jones, he typifies just the, the character and the can-do spirit of Kyle Lowry in terms of he'll do whatever it takes to win. And uh, likely the Raptors are going to come up short, but a play like that just impresses me in terms of just his compete level and jam well let's see if that might inspire them I mean it's gonna take a New Year's miracle to come back the way they've been shooting let's see what they got Jack yeah not much you can do with that little time left. See what Toronto gets to. Rondé Hollis Jefferson will inbound. Lowry, Edenobi, Ibaka, and Van Vliet. Actually, Van Vliet's going to inbound near side. Let's see what Toronto has. Van Vliet. Inbound to Ananobi in the corner, drives in the lane. Hollis Jefferson kick out Lowry three up top, back rim no good. Rebound knocked away. Van Vliet has it, lobs it up to Ananobi for the dunk. 
82-73, nine-point deficit. Toronto goes into the press. Kendrick Nunn trapped, turns it over, no, gets it back, and barely gets it over center. They lob it up to Derek Jones Jr. for the jam. 84-73, 45 seconds to go. Van Vliet in the corner, far side. Drives into the lane to Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, jams it down. 84-75, 34 seconds. Jack, Nick Nurse put the press on. Do you think you could have put it on earlier, but then again, you weren't scoring? Yeah. The defense hasn't been a problem for Toronto. I think it's the offense. It's just, I don't know. You can knock around a lot of ideas, but the bottom line is, offensively, they just didn't do enough. Miami going to run the clock down, take the violation. Ten seconds to go. They lead by nine. And Toronto will take one last shot. Van Vliet to Lowry, to Ananobi, Hollis Jefferson. OG, three in the air, no good. A fitting end for the Raptors as Ibaka is fouled with 2.2 seconds to go. Well, Raptors just didn't have it tonight offensively, and uh, why are they calling a foul here with 26 seconds left? Let's just get this thing over. Bam Adebayo with the foul, so the Heat will go to 11-0 at home against the East, 16-1 overall. And they have the tiebreaker now against Toronto. You know, we talked about how important that Boston game was to get a win, and now the Raptors only play Miami one more time here. I think it's the last game of the season, yeah. Jonesy. Yeah. So the Raptors do not have the tiebreaker against Miami. And as you know from the craziness of the Eastern Conference, the top six teams, who knows what can happen, particularly two to six. There's going to be a lot of movement, potentially on a daily basis. Ibaka makes one of two. 84-76 is your final. The Heat inbound and win it in a low-scoring, grinding game. Wow. Like a college game, Jack, where they played the zone and Toronto just couldn't make shots. So we're hoping to have a member of the Heat join us. We'll wait for a bit. But Miami took care of Toronto with an 84-76 victory. Raptors have a tough time with the shooting. 31.5% tonight. 6 of 42 from distance. 28 of 69 overall. And they fall to the Heat. 84-76. Yeah, rough, uh, rough night tonight for the Raptors and uh, just struggled to shoot the ball and one of those nights, not much you can do when you're shooting the ball that poorly. And are we going to have anyone on, Jones? I don't think so, Jack. The Miami Heat don't do walk-off interviews, so how dare they? We will throw it back to Mr. Taddy and Lewenberg. Miami defeats Toronto. 
84-76. They hold the Raptors to 39 points in the first half, 37 points in the second half. It's a heat victory. The Raptors will spend the night and head for Brooklyn tomorrow for a Saturday game with the Nets. For Jack Armstrong and Santiago Rodriguez here in Miami, we say it's an 84-76 Miami win. Thank you for listening. This has been Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Good night from Miami. This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Oh, yes, they do. The final score, 84-76 for the Heat over the Raptors in a zone defense special. Jim Taddy, Josh Lewenberg with you. Josh, uh, you could go to the shooting totals, but uh, you know, and, and you could say that the Raptors' defense was good, but... I think the Heat's defense was better. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good the Raptors' defense was on a night in which you literally make history. This was the worst three-point shooting performance in Raptors' history, uh, quite literally. So the Raptors, this took some research, the Raptors have attempted at least 33 pointers in 226 games since their inception 25 years ago. This was the lowest shooting percentage in any of those games, 14%. The worst three-point shooting team, or sorry, the worst three-point shooting game in franchise history. It's also one of the worst three-point shooting games in NBA history. 999 games in NBA history in which a team has taken at least 43s. This is the third worst of them. Wow. Only two teams in those 909 (laughs) games. Who was worse? Please. So the (laughs) Brooklyn Nets back uh, in February of 2019 shot 5 for 42, uh, 12%. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves also recently in November of 2019 shot 6 for 45, 13%. And then there's the Raptors tonight, 14%. 6 of 42. One of the worst three-point shooting games we've ever seen. So, yeah, you're not going to win one of those very often. By the way, Jim, those two games that I mentioned, Brooklyn, uh, 12%, and Minnesota, 13% from three, guess what the result was in those games for them? Uh, Losses. Losses, yeah. Actually, though, Minnesota took uh, Denver to overtime in that game. Really? But... They lost. Silver lining, I guess. Well, and, and you know, you look at it, uh, 6 of uh, 42. Just going to go over my stats uh, at the half. They were, what, 3 of 22. So they just they kept going. I mean, I, I don't know what else you could do. You have to believe at some point that it's going to turn the other way, although it never did. Looking at this even further, the 17 worst high-volume three-point shooting games in NBA history. All of them losses. So that goes to show you, especially in today's game, in this modern era of NBA basketball, and by the way, all those 17 worst three-point shooting, high-volume three-point shooting games have all come in this modern era over the last three, four years. If you can't hit threes, if you're taking a lot of them and you can't hit those threes, you're going to lose. It doesn't matter how well you play the other facets of the game or how well you're playing defensively. If you're not hitting your shots, you're going to lose. That was, I mean, to, to simplify it, and we've got a lot of time now to simplify it over the next hour or so. I mean, that, we'll talk about the, the specifics of what went down and, and what went wrong, but when it comes down to it, it was the shooting. You don't make your shots, you lose the game.
Well, I don't think you would ever count on Kyle and Freddie combined being, what, three of 23. That just doesn't happen. No, and I mean, for Van Vliet, it was such a strange night because he starts off the game three for five, scores seven of the Raptors' first nine points, and then doesn't hit a shot after that. Gets shut out the rest of the way. Um, And you could see this you very rarely see from Fred. He was in his head towards the end of the game. You could see him passing up shots he normally takes, and that's normally not what you see from Van Vliet. There are games where he struggles to shoot because that's what happens. Every once in a while you're going to have those slumps, off nights, whatever. But what we've come to expect from Fred is that he just sort of shoots his way out of it, that he doesn't think about it, that even if he's missed his first 10 shots... He's going to take one in the clutch, and a lot of the time he'll make one in the clutch. But this was the first time in a while we saw him sort of really get shook by the the slump. And I think we saw that from a lot of guys. The, yeah. the heat, I mean, we've been talking a lot about the Raptors shooting slump today. Uh, but we'll go back to one of the first things you mentioned here in the postgame is the, the Heat's defense. And they deserve a lot of credit as well because yeah. they threw out the zone defense. They were daring the Raptors to shoot, and the Raptors weren't hitting their shots, and it seemed like they were getting under Toronto's skin a little bit, and the Raptors could never recover. Well, and it also seemed like every time the Raptors made a three, Spolster called a timeout. Yeah, and so credit him as well. As You never know, especially with guys like Lowry. Once you hit a few, you get hot, and he's seen it before. In the playoffs, he saw it before. Lowry, one of Lowry's best games as a Raptor, came in Game 7 against Miami in the second round back a few years ago. So he knows, and, and every time the Raptors went on a mini run, he called a timeout. Well, let's go back to Miami. Here is Nick Nurse. Simple as just not making shots. Well, maybe you know, a combination of of um, you know, we had we had some good looks, but obviously that we were out of rhythm or or whatever. So you know combination of that and combination of I got to do a better job of finding some rhythm against that zone finding them some different ways to attack it etc thought we got got it into the rim and I thought we had good looks for the most part but those weren't going and consistently enough so we'll have to take a look at it and see what else we can conjure up well I mean when I when I looked at the strategy you, you put a guy at the nail you swung it you went inside out like I said before is it just a matter of I mean, how, how, how much better looks could you get from what you were doing? I know they didn't go down, but were you okay with those looks? I mean, you know, usually, Jonesy, after a game, you're, you sit there and you say, well, how did it feel? Did they feel like they were good shots? And you say to yourself, yeah, you know, for the most part, you know, you got, um, you know, and then you go back and say, well, that one wasn't that good. You know, there's a, there's a handful or so you can think of that you wish you would have done something maybe different and looked for something more or, or you turned down an open one and ended up with, with a not open one or something like that. There's, you know, there's eight or ten of those every time. Um, but, again, I, I, I say the same thing. It felt to me like we were finding some things in the high post, underneath yeah. the basket, yeah. kickouts. Um, but we couldn't string any together, and then I think we got a little bit discouraged with kind of that part of it. So, and and I was trying to run some other things, run some of our man plays, and we'd score a basket or two out of those two. And and um, again, combination probably had a good enough looks, yeah. right? Um, probably needed to give them something else to run. Um, but I hate I hated. I think we wasted a hell of an effort. 
Right. I think we tried really, really hard, and we were into the game, and we executed really well defensively for the most part. Right. I mean, said, uh, sorry, go ahead, Paul. I was going to say, how difficult is it to change the pace when the game's going like that too? Because you you weren't able to press. You you can't do any of that. If if we could have done that, I I I, I didn't. Um, you know, for my first thought is is we didn't play fast enough to try to get down against the zone and and score before it was set or whatever. Um, we didn't drive it <clears throat> probably enough from the perimeter. You got to punch through some of those gaps and stuff. But again, going back, I, w- I you know I'm, I again I have to look at the film, but I just think that we did do a pretty good job of dissecting it and getting it to where it needed to go. We just needed a few of those at the rim to go, you know, a few of those six eight footers that we got to with clearance um, to go, and then uh, certainly some more of the threes to go. I mean, you've used your share of zone yourself yep. this year. Is its primary value, other than being a rhythm stopper, and it's related, I guess, just that it asks different guys to handle the ball in different spots? Like, that's a, it's a lot of OG and surge at the nail, which is not usually where they're making plays, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, a good answer to your question, right? It, cha- <laughs> it, changes, your, it changes your normal rhythm. No, t- no, normal rhythm of your look. Um, you know, again, I, I usually think that Fred and like Fred and Kyle, for example, have to work a lot harder than that to get those kind of three balls, that number, that number, and that good of ones. So, you know, you think you think, geez, that we take that all day, you know. And I think, you know, we don't make them, we don't make them, we don't make them. It allows them to stay into them. If we could have just hit a couple in a row or something, two or three in a row, that zone feels it hurts it pretty quickly, and that's usually the best remedy for it for it is to make some shots from the, from the good news department your heart has to had to feel good we'll see kyle at least come out after he walked off there you yeah. must have been you must have been in your throat for a while there yeah yeah every time there's a there's a there's a knock or somebody goes back to the locker room pat mccall went back the other night and i was like here we go we're gonna lose him too but i think kyle kyle got a little shoe issue or something and so he was back that was fine but Yep, we need the guys we got out there, that's for sure. And we need some of the other guys to come back soon. Um, you kept McCaw in the starting lineup. Was, I assume there was thought of starting OG and Rondé together. Uh, so why did you opt for Um I don't know. I guess I just, again, I thought there was a good opportunity for, for him to play with the ball and um, get those guys off the ball. Um, but... Not not much. I you know yeah. kind of played those guys together anyway a lot and ended up playing them in the guts of the game a lot. So it was probably not that big a deal tonight. Yep. Guys, good. Okay. Yep. That is Nick Nurse after the eighty-four seventy-six loss. There's a couple of stats. I mean, we could just hammer this stuff into the ground. These are on Raptor-like numbers. The bench gets outscored forty to twenty by my count, and the fast break points four to two for the Heat. I don't know if we will ever see that again. Two fast break points. Well, it's just one of those games. You actually think with all the the missing that was going on, all the three-point shooting, the long rebounds, that maybe that would lead to some transition buckets. But uh, kudos to both teams on the defensive end getting back in transition. But it it was just one of the – it was ugly, man. It wasn't pretty. And a lot of these games, a lot of these competitive games between two really good teams, the thought is, oh, well – it would be cool if we could get this for seven games in the playoffs, but I'm not sure that anybody wants to watch a slugfest between the Raptors and the Heat for seven games in the playoffs. We've done that once before, as we mentioned earlier, seven games in the second round uh, between these two teams. I believe it was in 2016, and 
that was sort of what, what I'm describing here, where you think a seven-game series, oh, wow, that's great, that's a lot of fun, and that was a lot of fun between the Raptors and the Sixers very recently, that yeah. seven-game series. You remember the seven-game series between the Raptors and the Nets yeah. uh, back in 2014. The Raptors' Heat seven-game series was not that. A lot of ugly shooting <laughs> nights. Uh, th- those were some of Lowry and DeMar DeRozan's worst playoff games ever. JV carried them up until he, he got hurt early on in that series and, and missed the rest of it. Um, that was an ugly series. And these games between these two teams, yeah, I mean, they're not always pretty, but you can count on a few things. They're almost always going to be competitive, and they're always going to be physical, and you just pray. You cross your fingers and pray if you're the Raptors or if you're the Heat that everybody's going to come out of it okay. And we heard uh, Nick Nurse there talking about the bullet that they dodged with Lowry coming back into the game because, I mean, man, I remember Van Vliet in the last game of the regular season a couple years ago against Miami, pops out his shoulder, fighting through a Bam Adebayo screen. We've seen a bunch of unfortunate, inadvertent injuries come from the hard physical play between these two teams over the years. Yeah, when these two meet, it's a demolition derby. There's no other way to describe it. Not not exactly pretty. You may be somewhat entertained, but not really. It's kind of a collision course. 84-76, the final score. We'll try and find some silver linings next. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Baca makes one of two. 84-76 is your final. The Heat inbound and win it in a low-scoring, grinding game. Wow. Like a college game, Jack, where they played the zone and Toronto just couldn't make shots. But Miami took care of Toronto with an 84-76 victory. Yeah, it was a grinder. The Raptors never scored more than 21 points in a quarter, and I don't know when you would say that, 16 in the final quarter. Uh, it was uh, a defensive gem, I guess he said quite sarcastically. Uh, there were some bright moments. I want to talk about OG Ananobi, who was back in the starting lineup tonight. Uh, 37 minutes, 5 at 12, which is uh, better than anybody else. 2 of 5 from the outside. He had 12 rebounds, uh, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 12 points for a nice double-double. Yeah, and it actually took him 17 minutes to get his first bucket of the game. It came in literally the last second of the first half, a buzzer beater, uh, a three-pointer. And that sort of got him going. He started the second half and was really aggressive, uh, made the Raptors' first couple buckets of the third quarter, both of them around the rim. And that sort of, I mean, it's easier said than done, but that's the solution to beating the zone when the three ball isn't falling. I mean, ideally, you beat the zone by hitting your open shot and and then the zone goes away. Uh, But if that's not happening and it wasn't happening today, you have to find a way to break the zone, to get in the middle of it and ultimately get inside of it get to the rim and I thought OG did a pretty good job of putting the ball on the floor and getting into the heart of the zone we saw Hollis Jefferson do that a little bit Serge Ibaka as well Uh, but with some of the Raptors best scorers or primary offensive options out of the lineup 
it's hard to really do that. I think Marc Gasol really would have come in handy today. You yeah. give him the ball in the middle of the key and have him be your decision maker, basically. Your zone breaker. He's either, I mean, maybe he's a guy that knocks down a three or two, but he's a guy that can pick the defense apart with the pass. Obviously, Pascal Siakam can put the ball on the floor and break the zone in that way as well. Get to the rim. Norman Powell is a guy who can create his own shot as well. So that was the major difficulty, and that will continue to be the major difficulty as long as you're missing three of your offensive creators, obviously. Obviously, Siakam is a primary playmaker, and then I would I would call Gasol and Powell secondary playmakers on this team. And without three of your playmakers, you're basically relying. Well, first of all, you're relying a lot on Lowry and Van Vliet to make plays for themselves and for others, but also you're relying on your shot makers, right? Because those guys are making the pass, and in some cases you have other guys that are making the extra pass, but ultimately, without guys that are really creating the offense like Siakam or Powell do, um, you're swinging the ball until you get an open shot, and then you need that guy to hit the shot. And then today... You got a lot of guys that missed a lot of shots, and it's really tough to win that way. It's really tough to generate a cohesive offense that way. Well, I think a lot of people could look at this and, and get a little sour, but but I wouldn't. I mean, this is this is not a team you want to go in minus four players against. That's a difficult climb. It is. We talked about it at halftime. Like, not only are you missing those three guys that we talked about, but Matt Thomas on a night like this really would have come in handy. A guy who, yeah, I mean, he's a shooter like anybody else. They're, they're going to have their slumps, their games where they're not, um, shooting as, as well as they normally do. But even at his worst, I mean, that's his, that's his bread and butter. Yeah. In the NBA, and even before he was in the NBA, he was known as one of the best shooters in the world. That's a guy who, um, even just his presence on the floor is something the defense has to be aware of. There usually has to be somebody that's glued to him at all times. So maybe his presence on the floor makes the defense think twice about rolling with the zone, especially for a long period of time, like we saw Miami using the zone today. Uh, when you have guys like McCaw, or Hollis Jefferson, or even the struggling OG Ananobi on the floor, uh, those are non-shooters. Even Terrence Davis, he's shooting the, the three-ball well this year, 40% on the season, 0 for 5 tonight, but he's a pretty good three-point shooter, but you don't have guys out there outside of Lowry and, and Van Vliet that are known three-point threats, that are proven, experienced three-point threats, and that allows... Eric Spolstra and the Miami defense to go into this game and deploy a zone like they did. And, I mean, the Raptors sort of got beat at their own game, right? Because that's what Nick Nurse has been doing all season long is he's looked, I mean, going back to last season too, Golden State against Steph Curry in the, the box in one, yeah. which they called janky. But, hey, it, it worked and it's smart because that's what you've got to do as a head coach is you've got to look at the team that you're playing, identify their strengths, but maybe more importantly is identify and then try to exploit their weaknesses and Nurse and the Raptors do it on a nightly basis as well as just about anybody in the NBA but guess what they they got beat at their own game tonight the Heat did it to them yeah always two uh, parts to an equation uh, one is the Raptors going cold and the other is the defense from the Heat and, and the, the timeout and the coaching that Spolstra did to uh, help his team get to the victory uh, the bench story is just, it, it's odd. You don't see this very often. Hollis Jefferson, 29 minutes, 4 of 8, nothing from the outside, 5 of 6 from the line, 7 rebounds, uh, a block, and a steal, and 13 points. And that's 
literally the only contribution from the bench. I don't know when we would ever say that again, or have we ever said that all season? I think the answer would be no. And they really needed those guys. They really needed somebody to step up, a spark from somebody. You could see in the second half, I mean, Nurse couldn't really rely on his bench, which you're right, has sort of been the... That hasn't been the case very much over the last few months when the bench has been relatively reliable. But Terrence Davis, again, one of the better three-point shooters, at least on the season, that was out on the floor tonight for the Raptors, and he couldn't come through, literally couldn't come through with a three. He was 0 for 5. Boucher didn't even attempt a three. Uh, And then Stanley Johnson, we didn't see him in the second half. I mean, we didn't really see him in the first half either. He played six minutes, and he was essentially invisible. 0-0-0 across the board. Missed his only shot. Um, So... You, you don't have much depth right now to begin with because of the guys that are out. And if your secondary scorers aren't giving you much, then once again, you're relying a lot on Lowry and Van Vliet, who just didn't have a good game tonight. 3-4-23 between them from beyond the arc. Another silver lining is the Ibaka performance. 35 minutes of action, 9-21, 0-4 from the outside, 1-2 from the stripe. He had uh, 10 rebounds and 2 blocks and 19 points. And so that's a double-double. That's his fourth consecutive double-double. So he has stepped up in the absence of Gasol. He has. And I thought, I mean, listen, he missed all four of his three-pointers as well. And obviously they could have used those. And I thought he missed a few uh, bunnies around the rim especially in the first half. But you can't question his effort. He played hard tonight defensively. I thought he was really good. And as I said, throughout stretches where the Raptors were just fine trying to find some way to break the zone and the threes weren't falling, Ibaka was one of the few guys that was able to get in the middle of the zone, get inside of the zone, and get something happening around the rim. And I thought the Raptors did a pretty good job of looking for him there. Um, sort of in the middle of possessions, trying to even, and, and that's sort of what I was saying with Gasol, is you want to have a guy that's anchored in the middle there that you can pitch the ball to that can run the offense from there, that can sort of see where the openings are and, and see where the the opportunities to score are. Uh, Ibaka has gotten better at that over the years. Um, as a facilitator in the middle, as a center, which obviously he's relatively new to the position full-time. That happened last season that he made the position change. But he's still not at the level of Gasol. Very few big men are. Uh, so I thought they, they, they went through Serge a, a bit more than usual today. And more often than not, he made the right reads. Once again, it comes back to the shooting, though. Other guys have to step up and bail him out, and they didn't. Kyle Lowry tonight, 40 minutes played, 4 of 16, 2 of 12 from the outside, 5 of 6 from the line, uh, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, uh, 1 block, and he had 15 points. Here he is postgame. Yeah, I honestly, we didn't attack their rim hard enough, I think. We, I mean, we had a lot of good looks. I, I've never been a part of a game where we, a team, literally, we just, we shot open looks. This shots. Freddie had a couple go in and out myself, Terrence. And I think OG made two. He was the only one that was good from three. <laughs> and, uh, we just had to be a little bit more aggressive, I think, maybe. But, you know, 
good game plan, good good zone by them, I guess. When you see a team sit in a pretty simple looking zone, I mean, what's the goal? Is just you, you should have shoot, we, shoot them out of it, I guess. No, yeah, but we missed shots and we got to attack it, and we kind of were stuck in between. You know, second half we started off really well with getting the ball to the high post, uh, making plays down there, and then uh, you know we stopped making a couple shots, and that was it. Man. They, they made big threes. I think Hero kind of broke the game over, open a little bit, and you know that was that. Giving these guys credit for their defense before, obviously, and rightfully so. But tonight, is tonight an, an issue where you go? You make six more threes or five more threes, we win the game, right? You know, still give them credit. You know, great, great game plan, great job by them. But, you know, it's just something we look at and we figure out the next time. I mean, when the next team plays on, I'm sure we ain't going to shoot that bad. No, I, I know we ain't going to shoot that bad. I mean, there have been a lot of games this year where you guys used the zone to sort of change the game. They changed the game. They did a good job. It's not frustrating. They did a good job. I mean, we missed a lot of shots. Six for 42 from three. I don't know. I don't know. We should shoot from the field. 30, 40. Yeah, see, that's right there. That's how it is. Something like that. But we, we, we flush it. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm upset, but there's nothing we can do right now. Defensively, you guys were pretty good. You were great defensively. So typically, you'd get some runoffs and fast picks off of that. They did a good job of getting back. They really got back in transition. They did a good job. I don't think I think the only one that crashed maybe sometime was Jam and J, uh, Jimmy and Bam. And um, Yeah, I mean, they did a good job in transition. Your ankle okay? I'm good. Were you when you ran off, were you concerned that was a serious one? No, I just, right the, I just didn't want nobody to see me. That's all. But what did you do? Just a little tweet. Okay. Ready to go. Well, he scared everybody, but he came back and Miami won at 84-76. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN1050.ca. Welcome back to Tangerine Raptors basketball. 84-76, the final score. Time now for the player of the game. The player of the game is brought to you by 241 Pizza. Get a three, uh, get a large three-topping pizza with their deep, cheesy garlic loaf for $19.99. Call 241. Oh, I'm going to go with Tyler Hero for Miami. Uh, I mean, not going to jump out at you on the stat sheet. 13 points off the bench in 33 minutes for the Heat. But when you actually look at the game and where it got away from the Raptors, it was... Midway through the fourth quarter when, I guess it was early in the fourth quarter, when Tyler Hero, the rookie for the Heat, got hot from beyond the arc, hit a bunch of threes, ended up finishing three for six from beyond the arc. He and Dragic off the bench combined for as many threes, six of them, as the entire Raptors team. I thought that he came into the game, brought um, a, a lot of, I mean, it was it was energy, but also a swagger and a confidence for a 19-year-old that the Raptors didn't have in, in any of their guys, especially their young guys off the bench. So I thought he really changed the game and gave the the Heat some scoring and some shooting in a game that really lacked scoring and shooting. You know, the box score doesn't tell you this, but because we watched it, you saw Dragic first half, Hero's second half. Yeah. I mean, they, they changed the game. And we sort of talked about that before uh, tip-off in terms of how important the second unit was going to be for both teams. Miami, this is a deep team. A team that gets contributions from different guys every night. And while we uh, focused in on Jimmy Butler as part of our key matchup before the game, he's their leading scorer, he's their all-star he only had eight points tonight. Two for ten. The Raptors did a pretty good job on him. He's second in the NBA in terms of free throw attempts. Only attempted seven tonight. But uh, Miami, they've got a lot of guys that can beat you. They're well coached. They play hard. 
very similar to the Raptors in a lot of ways, but uh, right now they're the healthy team. And tonight, they were the team that hit their shots, and that was the difference. Yeah, if you look at those minutes from the Miami bench, 28 for Jones, Dragic 22, Hero 33, and that was unmatched. It was just Hollis Jefferson with 29 significant minutes for the Raptors. Um, the other storyline is if you went to the starters for the Heat, only one in double digits. digits. Butler was controlled, but uh, you know it just didn't work out. Yeah, Adebayo had a nice game for them, 7 for 8, 15 points, 14 rebounds. He's really looked good in both games against the Raptors this season. He's really looked good in most games this season. He's going to be a guy that, I mean, you can make a strong case for him to make the All-Star game this year. One of those players where the numbers don't entirely tell the story, but he's been excellent defensively. He's been a big part of Miami's success. And hey, if the Heat keep winning the way they are in the same way that we've made this argument for the Raptors over the years where you say, okay, well, look at how good they've been as a team. They deserve multiple All-Stars. I think this Miami team deserves multiple All-Stars. Jimmy Butler is one, and Bam Adebayo, I believe, is the other, which sort of segues into an interesting debate with the Raptors situation here. It was the first uh, all-star returns in, in terms of the fan voting today that came out this afternoon. Pascal Siakam third among front court players in the East in all-star fan voting. Uh, so right now he, he would be in line to start, although I'll, I'll remind you that uh, the player, uh, the fan voting is only worth 50% now. Player voting were 25% and the media vote is 25%. So Siakam in a good spot. Shockingly, Kyle Lowry eighth among guards in the East. Wow. Uh, not good. Also not accurate. I mean, he's behind yeah. uh, Derek Rose and Zach Levine. Uh, a bunch, uh, as well as a bunch of other guys that are clearly not as good as Kyle Lowry. Lowry, of course, comes with not only the resume, uh, a five-time All-Star, but also when you look at the body of work this year, especially the momentum that he's building over the last few weeks with Siakam and all these guys out, he's been excellent. So I think it's pretty clear to say, based on the early returns here, Lowry's not going to get voted in to the All-Star game as a starter, uh, but I would be shocked if he doesn't get in through the coaches who know how good and how valuable he is. I would bet that Lowry will be making his sixth straight All-Star appearance next month. But Siakam is the bigger question to me because, I mean, Lowry missed time too, but that was earlier in the season. Now, as I said, he's building that momentum. It's really tough for a guy, even Siakam, who's obviously an All-Star caliber player, uh, but as good as he was to begin the year, now when people are voting, whether it's fans, media, players, or then coaches, you've got a guy who has missed the last two weeks who might not be back before voting ends. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm hoping that he, he gets the benefit of the doubt from people and that they remember what he was doing before he went out because Siakam deserves to be an all-star. I'm not sure that he deserves to be a starter over guys like Embiid and Giannis and now Jimmy Butler, who again have been doing it all season so far while Siakam has, has been hurt. Uh, I think that's going to be a really close call, but a really interesting one. Because the Raptors, I, I think, based on what they've done, deserve two All-Stars as well. I'm just going to end on this, and then we'll come back and, and uh, finish off the postgame. But the, the, I mean, the thing that sticks to the wall is uh, this is a loss against a, a key uh, conference divisional rival. Uh, and so sooner or later, your injuries cause you these things and, and will cost you tiebreakers. Well, 
and and that's another thing from tonight is the Raptors now fall to two and seven against the other teams in that top six in the East, and they've lost to each one of them. They've lost to Milwaukee, a couple to Boston, a couple to Miami. Now uh, they've lost to Indiana, and they've lost to Philadelphia. Um, so that's not good, both in terms of the tiebreaker and just in terms of, I mean, you, you are to some degree measuring yourself up against those types of teams. Uh, how much is that going to matter come playoff time? Probably very little because you do throw this stuff out the season series and you start anew and hopefully for the Raptors' sake by then they'll be healthy. But it does matter in the sense of you are evaluating this team right now if you're Masai Ujiri and company. You're trying to decide what you're going to do ahead of the deadline. Are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Are you going to stand pat? And it, if you're not winning games against teams that you're being evaluated up against, then, yeah, that, I think that does change the evaluation process to some degree. Um, and you can use injuries as an excuse, but I will point out that the Raptors' two wins, they're two and three against uh, those teams when they've had guys hurt. They're 0 oh and 4 when they've been at or close to full strength. So even at full strength, they didn't have any success. They had less success against those teams. 0-4 against them when they've been healthy. 2-3 and when they haven't been. It all adds up to a problem at all, some point. It adds up to 2-7. and seven. Not very good. <laughs> no. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the top five players to watch in the new decade. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball. TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. 84-76, the Heat prevail over the visiting Toronto Raptors tonight. Final segment for Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050. Josh Lewinberg and Jim Taddy with you. And uh, Josh, let's go over your top five players to watch in the 20s. Well, the first two are pretty obvious. I'm going to go with, we talked about the, the first all-star returns in fan voting today. The leading vote-getters, Giannis Adetokounmpo and Luka Doncic. I mean, these that could be the face of the NBA, the faces of the NBA over the next decade. Obviously, you got a guy like Luca who had a great rookie year last year and then has just taken another big step this year. Uh, a superstar player. Sky is the limit. He can do everything. He's exciting. He's fun. Um, and he's young. So that's going to be a player to watch. And then Giannis, of course, uh, is further along. We've seen what he can do, but I don't think we've seen how good he can be he he still needs to extend his range a little bit and if and when he does add the three ball to his game to his regular repertoire we might be looking at one of the best players of all time um so to see not only how good he can become but where it is he does that where is he going to spend most of this decade where is he going to choose to be after 2021 assuming he becomes a free agent and doesn't sign the extension uh, this summer. Of course, that's going to be something to watch as well. Uh, who do you have? I have uh, Giannis for, you know, for most of the same reasons, but also because I want to see what he learned. I mean, the Raptors really did a job on him in the, in the last four games of that series, so I want to see him take the next step. I have Spicy P on it because wherever he goes, the team goes with him, and that's going to be a key component. And then what I did with the 3-4-5 was I just made them into one, and that is... 
uh, it's actually two categories. It's it's the current Canadian players in the NBA because yep. they're all in their infant stages, really. I want to see where they go because in ten years' time, some of them will be retired. But but the glory days for them, we will witness over the next ten years. And and I and these guys are inspired by Vince Carter. What I want to see is is what the Raptors championship win does for the future of Canadian basketball. Who it inspires? We're talking about people that are playing high school ball right now, right? And and so over the next ten years, I want to see. The, the increase of Canadian ball players based on what the Raptors did and, and what the effect is. Yeah, so I have Pascal Siakam in my top five as well. I mean, he's a guy that just about every time that we've put a ceiling on him already, he's blown right past it. So we don't know how good he can be. He's already gotten better this season and continues to, to grow his game and to add to his game. So to see where that ends up is going to be really, really interesting and will ultimately determine how bright the Raptors' future is. Uh, I have R.J. Barrett on my list as well. Uh, obviously, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jamal Murray, even Andrew Wiggins. It's going to be really interesting to see where they're at. But the, the skill set for R.J. Barrett, I'm not sure that we've seen a skill set like that from a Canadian player. I think the sky is the limit for him. But he's got some pretty big holes in his game right now, mainly the jump shot. So he's got to improve. He's got to figure it out. He's got to do it in a really tough place to do that in New York. But I'm really interested to see how good he he can become and whether or not he can reach his promise and potential. And the fifth guy on my list is Zion Williamson, of course, comes with all the hype and the excitement um, as the number one overall pick. We still haven't seen him. The good news is it sounds like he's on the mend and on his way back, hopefully making his debut for the Pelicans sometime in the next month or so. Uh, but the bigger question, I, I think not only to how, how good he can become and how good he'll be once he steps on the floor, but how sustainable is it? That's a big question that a lot of people have with him because of his body type and because of the way that he plays. Is he going to be healthy enough to be a, a superstar player, to be an impact player in, in the long term? I, I don't think there's much question. If, if he's on the floor, he's going to be really good, but I think for him the big thing is whether or not he's going to be on the floor. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there anybody outside the NBA that you would have on your list or are thinking about? Well, we were talking before the broadcast, producer Arad and the two of us, about Bronny, LeBron's son. <laughs> Not only uh, are we anxiously waiting to see once he becomes of age and is inevitably drafted into the NBA, but will he play with or against his pops? Uh, probably, what, like four or five years away from seeing Bronny in the NBA. And LeBron, at least right now, appears to have still a, a few, at least a few more really good years ahead of him. And I would imagine, given what we've heard from him before, how much he uh, values his relationship with his son and, and, and the potential idea of playing with his son, that that's something that's a priority for him. So I think that would be really cool, too, is to see not only what becomes of young Bronny, but whether or not he gets to play with his father, which will be potentially one of the bigger stories of the decade. I, I want to go back to that, uh, that Canadians in the NBA story. I mean, the Raptors have a couple of Canadians on, on the lineup, in the lineup right now, but I'm just wondering how many of these guys that, that have really good runs actually come back or end up in Toronto? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a really good question, too, because, I mean, going back to the Kawhi Leonard story, it's like, okay, well, 
the Raptors did everything that they could do, and Kawhi certainly considered the Raptors more than most people thought that he would when he first got traded here, but at the end of the day, he wanted to go home, and most people understood and accepted that because we see it every year. We see guys want to go and play at home, Uh, but at some point, that question is going to be posed to a lot of these Canadian guys that will become unrestricted free agents and home for them will be, or at least close to home for them, will be Toronto. If the Raptors can maintain what they've built here, a winner and one of the most well-regarded franchises in the NBA, they're not only going to be able to offer those guys a chance to come home, but a really good situation to come to. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've talked about the Vince Carter effect and how it's bringing all these guys into the NBA, but I think we're yet to see the effect that all of this, especially Kawhi and the championship and now all these other young guys watching um, Steve Nash and, and Tristan Thompson, Corey Joseph, and young guys that are, are still growing up and watching Jamal Murray and Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Wiggins and all of these guys, that is going to continue. It's going to be a domino effect. And, and one day you would imagine that will lead to some of these guys coming home and playing for the Raptors. Of, of the names, of the Canadian names that are out there now, knowing how Nick Nurse is as a coach and, and what's expected and how this roster uh, performs, is there a fit out there that might be better than some of the others? Well, the thing is, so most of these guys are so far down the line in terms of like realistic potential to play for the Raptors. Uh, because as we know, you, you're on a rookie contract, which is four years, and then you become a restricted free agent. And if you're good enough, in most cases, the team that has your rights when you're a restricted free agent will either re-sign or extend you, or even if that player tries to leave in free agency, they'll match the contract, and they have the right to do that. Um, So really, it's not until year number seven or year number eight when players become an unrestricted free agent and have a chance to choose their destination. So for players like Jamal Murray, who's in year number four, um, I believe, um, Gilgis Alexander, year number two, R.J. Barrett, year number one, like that, we're, we're talking like late in the decade before, at least halfway through the decade, before they'll have a chance to make that decision. Now the Raptors can try and trade for them or all that, but it, it, it takes a while before those guys hit unrestricted free agency. Next stop for the Raptors will be in two nights uh, in Brooklyn. What are your thoughts on that one? Another tough one, and we've seen the Raptors have, have trouble with Brooklyn before. They're a team sort of like Miami that doesn't have a ton of superstar talent, or at least not on the floor right now with Durant out for the year and Kyrie missing time as well. But they're well-coached. They're going to play hard. Spencer Dinwiddie is playing really good basketball right now, and they've got the, the depth of young guys coming off the bench to cause some problems as well. So uh, if the Raptors are going to even things up here in the new year in January and and steal a game on the road before coming back home, uh, they're going to have their work cut out for them. Josh, thanks very much. Appreciate it. All right, Jim. Josh Lewinberg, our Raptors reporter, uh, helping us get through the 84-76 loss to the Heat in Miami. The Raptors slipped to 23-12, and 9-7 away from Scotiabank Arena. Thanks for joining us on Tangerine Raptors Basketball, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca.